action. Don't laugh! This ain't reality TV! I take this action and movie stuff! Can we get serious now? It's the Fortress Film Society on the Chad Duke Show. Right. It's that time of year, isn't it? Yeah, baby. It is that time of the week, too. It has been too long. Indeed. That's right. One of us has stopped living in sin since the last time that we <laughs> did this. One of us finally made themselves right with the Lord. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Fortress Film Society. Appreciate you listening. It is a beautiful Thursday afternoon as we are doing this show. <laughs> I'm your host, Shude. We're broadcasting live from the Fortress of Solid Dudes, courtesy of Monk's Barbecue in Percival, where I hear tell Robert Duvall died last evening, which is pretty fucking crazy, if you ask me. But he lives in Middleburg, Virginia, for those of you that don't know, and apparently he just bombs around, living, <laughs> living his best life. He called me going Dukes one day back in the uh, back in the dizzy, as the kids mm-hmm. say, and uh, he was very cool. And he didn't know, uh, he forgot Apollonia's name in uh, The Godfather, <laughs> which I thought was fun. Uh, Jester is here. Hello, Jim Daddy. Hey there, boy. I started calling him James. Um, for those of you that don't know, a couple of things. Uh, Jester uh, is, I got a new nickname, the Baltimore Churro, and uh, I think that's, uh, it's very fitting. Jimmy, uh, do you have a bathroom update before we get into the meat of the uh, the movie program? I do. What would that be? I got a fun phone call today that every item ordered is in, oh, and, and the major work is starting tomorrow. Very good. And by uh, tomorrow, we mean today. We mean Thursday. Yes. yes. My apologies. Today. Thursday. I mean, the sun sets really early this time of year. Let's <laughs> do the time walk again. <laughs> All right, uh, Jester, would you like some hooch to celebrate? Thank you. Congratulations, and allow me to thank uh, the audience and your behalf because of course they're funding the whole fucking shebang i can't tell you how much fun it is to have a giant pile of money that's just sitting in your account and you can't touch it and then you're looking at it and you're like oh i'm doing real good i'm like oh wait all of this is for jester's goddamn shitter um so that's that's my contribution being persecuted over these past few weeks um but uh sounds like it's actually happening um at warp speed so very excited for that also jester's wife might be pregnant so there's that too wait. Huh? Yeah, goat, you missed a lot. All right. um, this is all a legend. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Tell everybody what happened after the show last night if it's a legend. <laughs> I'm only getting the information that I'm being given, boys. I just broke some news that, you know, maybe a, a test was requested because, you know. You know why? Because he ran up in them guts with no bag on and blew his load. That's why. <laughs> sounds terrible. <laughs> that's why. I, oh, I'm as shocked as you are, goat. <laughs> My heart, it hurts. <laughs> I don't understand. So much right now. I don't understand either. How modern medical science has failed again. This man had a hole the size of a volleyball filled with black mold in his bathroom, <laughs> and he's he's going for kid number five, and one well, of them's already been killed. Also, there was a procedure that was put in place to prevent this sort of thing from happening, not not you know outside of this calendar year. Hate has no home here, goat. Wow. I mean, what are you doing with all these facts? And that's, I'm, I'm, imp- I'm impressed and also sad. Holy <laughs> shit. If, that, if that's um, all right. I mean, I'm sad on your behalf. If you're happy, all right. You think, you think he's happy I, about There's it? no chance. I'm happy it was a negative test. Ah. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't sound... Look, I'm, here's what I'm telling you, because I got the whole rap last night. Nobody sounds all that confident. And then, the, I guess the past times, 
that Jimmy's been he's reproduced, there's been negative tests. Oh, and then the positive test happens because his swimmers are you know apparently they special. are. I got a yeah. time detonator. <laughs> they are focused on the task at hand. You know, back like in the 1800s where they would put a bell on the coffin because every once in a while, <laughs> just like, in someone, case, yeah. someone would come lurching up. That's like that's that's Jester's sperm um you know we're gonna save that that's not a topic for the fortress film society that's a topic for another miserable episode uh loud goat is here the birthday boy is upon us happy birthday mr loud Goat! Oh, thank you so much it's good to be here 39 years old oh man today. i tell you just like just like yesterday thank you so much good for being here how was uh, how was the birthday my friend uh, it was just fine it was uh nice for you know considering it was a tuesday it was as good as you can get on a Tuesday, I would say. No, no bad things happened, which is pretty much a good day for me these days. That is good. Yeah. You, well, that's well. That's I a, know. A lot of sadness on that side of the table, Tuber. I, it's not good when I look to Tubi to be the ray of sunshine. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, I'm drinking. I've been drinking. Although I, I done been drinking. Tubi came in. I was over at the Commonwealth Dry Goods uh, shipping out stuff because people were ordering the sweatshirts and stuff. Tube came in at five, and he's like. Well, I guess I'll just go to the bar and drink alone. Oh, <laughs> that actually sounds pretty <laughs> that goddamn good. That I did go. <laughs> you did. Well, uh, did you get anything nice, Goat, for your birthday? Uh, I got some time off from work, which oh, is always great. That's... And, uh, you know, just a lot of well wishes and good vibes from everybody. Some which breakfast is cereal. Very much pre- and actually, you know what? Thank you for reminding me. Yes. I was uh, gifted here this afternoon by uh, our pal Orgy Beer. Yes. Uh, with some festive, seasonally appropriate breakfast cereals, including... These look great. The Apple Pie Toast Crunch. Is that the first year or the second year for that? I was unfamiliar with this last year, yes. so if this is a second year, it's new to me. Looks great. And I'm very much looking forward to trying that. Great and, dry cereal, I would think. That one goes. I'm a huge fan of yeah. just handfuls of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and then so this is a great variant. And the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Limited Edition Hot Cocoa with marshmallow bits in it cereal. So, Officially licensed, by the way. Yes, this is not special. some sort of knockoff of you know reindeer crunch or anything like that. It has Rudolph front and center, yeah, not na- in the bowl. That so. nasally voiced little waterhead with his uh, little hand in the ass. ass. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Is would, that annual viewing for you guys? If it's on. It's not one that if I miss it, like I'll beat the shit out of myself. But if it's on, I'd, I'd like to catch it. I would it's, prefer to watch it than not. It's real good drunk. Yeah. But it'd be peanuts I have to watch. Mm-hmm. And, and now they don't even have it on TV anymore, right? Like you have to, you have to track it down on Apple TV. I have a yeah. great pumpkin. I had to go to fucking Apple. The good thing was is that it led me to then find the uh, the Garfield Halloween Adventure, which oh, is one of the so most good. underrated holiday specials. It's almost forgotten at this it's point. It's fantastic. Yeah. Like it's funny. It's scary. Like it's just a great holiday special. Um, but uh, I, I would say it's a wonderful life. Christmas Story, Scrooged. Those are all the mainstays of. I have to watch them every single year, and the rest I just like to try to encounter in the wild. Naturally, does yeah. that make sense? I yeah. I agree. Uh, when I was a kid, obviously there were fewer options, so you yes. watched all the same ones every year because mm-hmm. they ran them on network television. And if you were lucky enough to have a VCR, there maybe was a tape waiting, so you could watch it more than once during each Christmas season. But as time has gone by and the Christmas media landscape has proliferated to a almost cartoonish level yeah. over the last couple of decades, there's you have to be very. Very selective, because there's only so many hours in a day. I would also point out, too, uh, that Yukon Cornelius and the Bumble, two of my favorites... (laughs) fictional characters of all time. Okay. I mean, it's not even in the confines of a Christmas special. We were talking, Goat, before you got here, Dottie and I, we need to figure out what we're going to do for a Fortress Film Society Christmas special because cool. I think that's the no-brainer of all no-brainers. And maybe it could, can, you know, there seems to be a lot of 
Vigilante Santa movies coming out the past few years. Yeah, that David Harbour movie's coming out, right? Yeah, what is that? I don't even know what that one's called. There was Fat Man with Mel Gibson, which we Mm -hmm. uh, came out last year, which I actually enjoyed. And then there's one on Shudder. There's there's a new... I just saw the po- poster today where Santa's got an axe and it's yeah, blood everywhere. I was and- scrolling past it as well. And I was like, is that another? Is that the same? No, that's. Yeah. Is it just called Violent Night? I think Violent like Night that? is the David Harbour okay. movie. What is the is- one that we watched with the crazy dude in the toy store with the axe? Oh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. That's fucking yeah. awesome yeah. movie. And it's pretty wild. <laughs> Great freeze frames on those toy store shelves, by the way. For, yes. For a people of a certain demographic. They didn't use generic toys. <laughs> no. No, they didn't want to do it. looked to be a real toy store. Um, but uh, we. I'd like to kind of walk the line between just doing Christmas horror movies and actually doing maybe some Christmas movies. But uh, there's plenty to talk about there, but we can dig it. We, yep. we can get to count that. me in. That sounds like fun. Oh, I just got a text. Loud go text me. What he wants more for his birthday than anything is for you to guys to buy all of the Thanksgiving sweatshirts <laughs> on CommonwealthDryGoods.com and all of the Chad Duke show soundtracks on CDs. So. That's my wish for the world. <laughs> Is that everyone has a Chad Duke's Show That's Thanksgiving right. hoodie? Yeah, go on over there. We did get the uh, Listen Jerk Jerky in, which I'm very excited about at the store. It's uh, my favorite one of all year. All right. Uh, a couple of things we're going to get to tonight. One is uh, I feel like Barbarian has been oft discussed in our little corner of the universe, but we have not given it a good once over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've gotten your guys' thoughts at all on it, so I'm looking forward to that discussion. Uh, Goat, your selection, of course, though, is the uh, the main event tonight. Indeed. My official Fortress Film Society selection, which I believe was two episodes ago. Yeah, it was a long time uh, ago. Because we did the horror-themed hoot for Halloween which in there fun. in between, which was an absolute blast. Uh, it was Toll Booth, or The Toll, depending on what region of the globe you happen to live in, I guess. Uh, it is a darkly comic thriller about a lone toll booth operator with a past that is fast catching up with him. And that sounds very vague, and it is relatively accurate about how the movie sort of goes. And I would say the biggest thing is that if, as I was watching it, a lot of what you see in the trailer is a lot of the larger beats of the story sure. in, in the movie itself. Now, it is only 83 minutes long, so... Felt longer. It it did. I have mm-hmm. to admit, it was orgy, bubbly. Oh. Sorry, go. New. No. <laughs> I opened a beer that looks like egg drop soup. Oh no! Oh, yeah, no. Did yeah. it taste like egg drop soup? Give it a try, I'm you. Not, was. I'm not going to drink. Come it. on, you. It's like getting you the pour it into a clear glass so you can really get the full experience. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take one sir. Like that I'm, split I'm, pea soup can, out of. Can you see this though? Look at What's that. that. No, I can't. Oh yeah, that's kind of gross. Yeah. I don't drink beers like that Tell for me. that reason Ooh. though. It doesn't look. You told much, me to drink this. It doesn't look that much different than those beers that are all like that. What's the name of that beer, by the way? Has it taste? Oh, Dottie's a trooper. He just took a sip of that bad boy. It's curdled AF, as the kids say. <laughs> That's foul. Oh, there's chocolate in this. Well, there you go. That's probably Vanilla, why. lactose. Oh, Jesus. Go, for my money, too many dairy products in beer lately. Yeah. Too so, many dairy yeah, products. Yeah, fuck that. I unless you're, get, unless you're getting it out of the tap, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't want oh, that in a can. I did not so. know that there was lactose in it. No, I don't want so. that. Right, you're, you're, we're rudely interrupted. <laughs> so, you know. no, I there was a precedent for interruption sure. there. I, I wouldn't have wanted him to keep that, that silent. Real. Oh, uh, Bullet Train, too, tonight. We will be reviewing Bullet Train directed by some dude. David, so, David Leach. some yeah, guy yeah, yeah. who made some stuff but uh anyway toll booth was uh, directed by ryan andrew hooper and written by matt red two names that i am not familiar with nor i uh but it starred michael smiley who i think the best summation i have for his oeuvre is oh that guy that guy He's from that thing definitely one of those guys yeah. um and he usually plays either the juxtaposed quiet guy in a movie that has a lot of foolishness going on 
or he's kind of the darkly sinister guy that you suspect is really up to no good. And in this one, he kind of walked the line between both of those archetypes that he's that he sort of perfected throughout his career. I couldn't really figure out what his deal was in this movie. They didn't do a lot of direct exposition. I, I thought get, you were going to stop, but they didn't do a lot. Well, it, it is it is wild. Like, you'd think the reviews I read were, oh, it's it's a you know tight eighty minutes of action and profanity, and I was like, oh, okay, well that sounds good. And then it didn't feel like it was quite a whole movie. Like it felt like it was an idea that could have been a short film that ended up becoming an almost full length movie when they really just kind of watered down the soup a little bit, I guess. He was in Rogue One. I didn't know that. Um, I remember him from The Nun, is what I uh, okay. specifically. He plays a priest in that, I believe. Um, he was in previous uh, movie uh, pick, Come to Daddy. Yep, 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 yeah, yep, yep. I saw him in that. I think he was um, the guy. This was, um, go. I don't know if you want to set the stage. I, uh, you, I mean, you've already set the stage. I don't know if you want to give your thoughts first. I, I um... This was not an offensive movie. I uh, when it first started out, I thought I w- was going to like it very much mm-hmm. um, because I like kind of dry. I guess it was Welsh humor in this. Yeah, um, there was a moment where politically it took a little bit of a, a slant, but it wasn't too much for me to. I get bogged down with that stuff more than you guys do, but it was fine. Yeah, there was a little bit of a wink and a nod to yes. someone saying um, something. It seems pretty well acted. I, there was a couple of characters in it. That the the woman that's pretending to be the Elvis impersonator. I oh, I, knew, I bet you love that. I just I didn't think I, was I making my night. I just didn't think that was all that <laughs> funny, and I think it was supposed to be. Um, and it was crazy to me when I saw the length code. At first, I always praise you. I'm like, oh, the goat's always looking out for me. Thank you to him. Um, I was surprised how much it dragged for being yeah. such kind of a, a quick little succinct story about this toll booth operator. Yeah, I didn't feel like it ever came to a complete screeching halt, right. but it definitely slowed down to let stuff sink in. And whether that was necessary or not, I would say it was not. I think it was there was enough information conveyed, it could have moved faster. Um, the part about this movie that was so crazy is that we're going to talk about Bullet Train, and my biggest criticism of Bullet Train is they desperately wanted to make a Guy Ritchie movie, mm-hmm. and they didn't hire Guy Ritchie. And I would say, if you wanted to make a Guy Ritchie movie from very early in his career, this felt like it had some of that tonality, but they didn't push the envelope as much, and it didn't make me laugh as much. Um, so I got that sense from this movie at times. As well, the, the the violence at the end, I w- there's it builds towards this violence, um, and I just thought it was so. The gunfight was they tried to be kitschy and funny about it, and it was, I thought maybe Tarantino esque, and it really mm. didn't hit with me. And we were kind of waiting for that the whole time. It reminded me of Gangs in New York, where you're waiting for that big fight at the end, and you don't necessarily get it. But that was a much better movie. Um, there was there's stuff to like in this movie. I, I liked the the play between. The cop, I don't, I don't know what her name was in the in the character. She, her character to me was quite believable when she's trying to get that guy to stop drinking a beer in front of her, and like it's just such yeah. a small town vibe that it must have been difficult to do that. I, I, I liked her character, and they've clearly known each other forever, yeah, yeah. so he's just ignoring her completely while she's trying to be the police. Yeah, the uh, the black gentleman in the car, I thought, um, I loved his accent. He had like kind of a a different type. I don't, I, the British accents all run together for me. Like I don't love London and Liverpool. Like, mm-hmm. They're all different. And then you hear um, Patty the Batty speak, and it's completely different. <laughs> you know. So whatever that was that he had was that same kind of. It was coming from behind you, Tyrone. It was like that same piece yeah. from yeah. Snatch, and then uh, and then they blow his head off pretty quickly. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know what was missing in this movie. It, it's, it felt like it was maybe trying to be a little too clever in spots as well with the whole timeline bit. Um, and and the I triplets, I didn't understand other than getting the, the, their fa- their parent, their father involved. Like their story arc didn't made little. Maybe well, that's just all it was. It was supposed to be random. That's all, that's all it was. Is okay. We need we need a, a, a third or fourth party in this standoff that ends violently. So let's write something in to get someone there. Okay. Which I mean, they've done in other movies where things just happen completely randomly, mm-hmm. and it's not offensive, but. Uh, they certainly like they would they would pull up and they'd hit the the general Lee horn and I just I just thought there would be more to their character and then he stashes the rifle down by the side and I guess that was just to show he had a chance to kill the cop and he decides not to um, there were just a lot of things happening that I thought maybe would have bigger payoffs by the time the end of the movie rolled around I have really very little patience for movies that really try hard to be Guy Ritchie movies. Yeah. Because, mm. I mean, nowadays, I'd say every other one doesn't really hit for me anyways. Um, Guy, Guy Ritchie movies. That is, and like, I'm very glad that Snatch... Non-Guy Ritchie, Guy yes. Ritchie movies. I, well, I'm very yeah. glad that Snatch exists. I'm, I'm very glad that Lockstock exists. But it has really become something that everyone thinks they can make because, I mean, Lockstock was low budget and it was kind of innovative and creative and that type of like tie-in storytelling that came from Pulp Fiction. I mean, Lots, Lockstock is in some ways kind of a Tarantino-inspired movie. There's like a little bit of Reservoir, Reservoir Dogs, a little bit of Pulp Fiction in there. But these have become more and more common. Free Fire is another one with Brie I've Larson. Yeah. It's, it's fine. But I, I think that this is kind of like a cop-out and just like, all right, I I think anyone can write something like this because you're just borrowing from all these different movies. This borrows from a ton of different things, and there's nothing that stands out about it at all. Even like Sushi Girl, which I don't think any of us particularly liked. I did not like it. <laughs> I feel like that had more going on than this did. Do you know what's the most offensive example of what you're saying, and I think you guys are going to disagree with me? Smoke and Aces. Mm. I've never seen it. People stand on a goddamn stack of phone books for smoking. They do. Oh yeah, I've and, never encountered any of these. And people. the cast in that movie is unfucking believable. Like if you go back yeah. and watch the guys that play bit characters, yeah. in that movie, like Chris uh, Pine is randomly in that fucking oh, cool. movie. Like it's crazy who's in that. Like Leota plays a character in this movie. Ben Affleck is in the movie for five seconds. Like it's just nuts. And it's like this crazy build, 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 and then it, there is nowhere near the payoff, and it gets very weird and convoluted at the end. This reminded me of a, a much more benign and muted and Welsh smoking age. Okay. Lucky number 11 with Bruce Willis also does that. I'm not offended by that movie. I, well, I hated that movie. What about Two Days in the Valley, you coward? I, I missed it. You ever fucking seen that movie? I'm lucky enough Maybe you should watch movies. It. I don't want to watch movies like this. I didn't like this movie. Donnie fucking came into the store and he's like, I don't know why we're doing a movie show. I hate movies. (laughs) And I hate you. And I I hate you and I hate Goat. I hate everyone. I got nothing against Goat, but I just about... Everybody else on that list, though. 20 minutes minutes in, I was like, okay, I I know this. I get it. Um, It wasn't offensive. It it wasn't offensive, but it was nothing. There was nothing here. And the trailer was good. I watched the trailer. I'm like, I understand why Goat picked this movie. Sure. I got... Hoodwinked. You did. Yes. I got sucked in. all of us. Yep. You know why? Because the majority of the trailer is the, the guy in the car that's talking to him and talking to his boss on the yes. cell phone. That, and by the way, that's that a great the, scene. That was the best scene in the movie. That's I, why the trailer's so good. Because you think he's going to be in the movie yeah. the whole fucking time, I and then thought, he's not. He's tied up in the shed. I thought there was going to be a lot more cat and mouse with the big bad that that showed up. I thought there'd be a little bit more of oh, he his was past coming up. And it was just like, oh, hey, we're here. Okay, now everybody's shooting each other. All right, and it's over. Something I did appreciate as an American gun owner. 
guns are not as easily available in places like this. Mm-hmm. So whenever you're watching like an American, you're watching Miami Vice, like they got Barrett 50 cows, they got <laughs> KSG shotguns, like holy shit, these guys are playing fucking SOCOM. Did you see the guns they were using in that? It's just whatever you could fucking <laughs> One find. of them was a flintlock pistol. The I think guy just... that's fucking the dude's right-hand man. It's like this old geezer and his bodyguard. He's got a six-shooter from fucking Silverado. Yeah. And that's what he's supposed to fight six dudes with. And I'm like, that's probably the way that... Hand me the fu- shooter. Like, that's... You got you use whatever you can get because you can't just go down to the fucking Walmart and buy yourself a six-hour, whether you agree with that or not. So I kind of enjoyed the, the fact that like that seemed way more authentic but yeah when they're when they're chasing the kid into the woods or whatever they're they basically are using what you said like it's a fucking like muzzle loading yeah. musket that you would use to shoot a pheasant with back in the 1700s so I, that was interesting i know you had mentioned that during the shootout that maybe it got a little cute i appreciated the fact that they tried to do something different yeah. with the it was almost uh kind of comic book panels during the shootout sure. at the end, so you—I mean, I—I I don't know if that was just to cover up the fact that they didn't have an effects budget to I get would have, yes. proper gunfire. But I think that was at least a, again, clever is the word. Maybe it didn't completely follow through execution-wise, but I at least liked the attempt. The part where she pulls the like the pirate gun up yeah. to his head—I was like, I, that's a toy. Like I've seen that toy, <laughs> so I was wondering, are they actually using that as a prop? So I kind of liked that mechanism that they use there do you Um, think the elvis suit was because they didn't have what she was supposed to have in wardrobe and they just said all right you're an elvis impersonator she never does an elvis voice she never sings an elvis song she drops one title she says if it's going to become a little less conversation a little more action i actually i I actually enjoyed that yes i don't think donnie probably appreciated as much as you and i easy marks but if you're gonna do an elvis bit like go all the way yeah like fucking have her do the voice the whole time you know or get somebody that can do the voice the whole time why didn't she have an accent that's a great question. Was she American? Like, what was she doing there? It's very strange. There are many you guys unanswered more questions. questions. Than I, did. Skinny, I, kinda, I, look, I wrote it off immediately. Also, like, okay, this sucks. I'm the gimmick with to- the skinny girl or guy—I don't even know. Next or the grumbler? Ah, okay. Yeah. Didn't just get said woo that all bit. the time. Yeah. And the, the part where you can't understand anybody, I'm like, all right, mumble. Dustin Hoffman is mumbles and Dick Tracy did this fucking bit incredibly well. This is not that. It's <laughs> not a fair comparison, I don't think. But uh, by the way, we but, should watch so, Dick Tracy. So also, but just another example of, okay, I've seen this. I've, I've seen this character. I've sure. seen this gimmick. I've seen this scene. This whole thing was just, all right, let's pull from our, our, our the movies that we want to make. I mean, that's what Sushi Girl did. And we dragged Sushi Girl for doing that. Well, the budget was much better for that. It uh, was, yeah. They had they had more to work with. Um, but, I mean, they they did that with Tarantino movies with the, what I think this is doing with Guy Ritchie hmm. slash the whole like dry British uh, Bre- crime crime caper, yeah, fumble, but hey, bumble, hey, whatever the fuck. Hey, dickhead! Every fucking band you like now is influenced by Black Sabbath. Yeah. Every single band you listen to is influenced by Iron Maiden. You, you can't get mad at people for watching movies they like and saying, I want to make one of those, and then actually going out and doing it. Like, you can't get mad at them but for you that. You can judge whether it's good or bad. Sure, but I don't think this was... I, I don't know. It, it, it was it was fluff. It, to me, it was like a sorbet after, a you know, you cleanse your palate in between courses of fucking meals, and you're going to judge that more harshly. If this thing was two and a half hours long and Goat would have subjected that oh, to you us, wouldn't oh, have, you wouldn't have seen his birthday. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, then I would have been upset, but it, I think it, it probably knew what it was. It probably knew that it was, you know, fluff. And this was the first feature film. For this director, did it get so what, sure. what year was it? Go, does it, uh, say it was when 2021. It oh, okay, it looks older than that. It does. It feels a little bit more vintage than that. So, which I think 
that's where I think maybe a little bit more forgiving as a, you know, fledgling outing and an homage in that respect. So, but I can totally see Dottie's point about derivative content. Perhaps, but I here's where I'll disagree with him. Uh, Sushi Girl was filmed mostly in a fucking warehouse that you could do on a studio lot. This the the vistas were they're gorgeous like yeah. the, this the country the landscape and the the water and everything it just was it looked gorgeous and there were times when they're shitting on him for having a fucking terrible life and I, I like the motto of the story it's like you think they're shitting on all these people having these small time lives but like the motto is sometimes it's a beautiful thing if you have a simple life and when he's just sitting in that toll booth reading a book eating a weird sandwich and like looking at the ocean like mm-hmm. fuck man I could do that for a decade or two like that <laughs> sounds pretty good did any of you guys Google a the, the pickle and cheese sandwich. I did not. This is going to blow your mind because I, I love pickles and I love cheese. So I'm like, is this, a, is this a thing? Does this work? It's English pickle. So what that is is chutney. So basically ah. they spread chutney and then they put, hand to God, like the bag shredded cheese that we all pummel when we're drunk. Oh. They put that on there, and that is the sandwich. I fucking hate Great Britain, dude. I, they don't I know what they're doing when they from eat there. Food. I, I really, I, I mean, you hate everyone from there. <laughs> the Rolling Stones. We've talked about this on the show. I'm pretty sure we've talked about this on the show before. <laughs> you hate Sean, what is Sean Connery Scottish, I suppose, but he was James Bond is English, right? You got to like him. Um, Mission Impossible guy. Their food stinks, <laughs> and I don't like uh, our women's obsession with their uh, hierarchy of their royalty. Not a big monarchy fan? No, and I don't like all of the uh, the beta males that have decided that they are Premier League fans in the past 10, <laughs> 10 years either. Uh, but the food, you're right. The food always seems rather disgusting to me. I mean, I think... Blood pudding. I, I, I can see people watching this. I don't think this is the case for anyone sitting at this yeah. table, but I can see people watching this and just being like, oh, this is good because it's British. You know what I mean? And mm. I think I maybe had a little bit of that I, I think, irritation in my head while I was seeing this. Like, you might be right. Like if that if there was if there was a bunch of Kansas accents in this fucking movie, like everybody sounded like Kevin Costner, like I, I might not like it as much. I think right? you're probably right. I think a lot of people have seen Snatch, a lot of people have seen Lockstock or Rock and Roll or any of those movies. I like those movies. And they they hear those accents and I think I think we'll Don't get compare, to it. But, but those are better okay. movies, Dotson. Yes, exactly. But you just you you equate that that setting to good right. after you've seen enough of that because it's unique enough for the first time that you're seeing it that you think you're, some part of your brain the dummy part of your brain or just if you're just hey, your I brain think I think he's uh, calling us dummies right now. I, I don't know I don't know what to be sure that that clicks is like oh I think I like this I, dude why do we we'll like it though because when I hear an Indian accent I'm not like oh I give this a, a couple of extra points or a Chinese accent any other accent why is it specifically the the fucking British accent I don't know I I, I but like I could tell you we'll get to it I guarantee you that's why they made those two guys in Bullet Train British. That's why they gave okay. them British accents because oh now I think I'm in Snatch that, now. They kind of sound like Snatch. That movie was trying to do well. Hold on, you're getting your you're you're getting the, the cow <laughs> crossing them together. all of the, the cow is fucking smashing its way through the barn doors <laughs> right now. Um, all right, what did you what did you give it? Uh, I I would give it a two and a half. I'd say it didn't really bother me. I don't know that I'd ever watch it again, and I don't think after watching it that I could recommend it to really anybody. Unless they were absolutely bored out of their right. gourd and just wanted to kill eighty minutes. Okay, uh, Jester, what do you think? Did you watch it? I did. I watched it uh, twice actually because I what the fuck? all the going back and forth kind of confused me, so I wanted to make sure that I what, had. You mean by going back and forth? You mean the dialogue? No, no, no. When oh. it, you, the flashback, how it started yeah. pretty much at the end, and then we have kinda, you seen Pulp the, Fiction? Yes, but I've watched it multiple times. Okay, so right. I get that okay. part. So That's, you watched it. You, if you watched it twice, you must have enjoyed it. It was fine. Uh, it left a lot of open questions, which doesn't piss me off, but I don't 
like it wholeheartedly. I would have liked to have known more about what did he do that the bad guy hunted him down for 30 plus To me, years. the reason why they didn't do that is because we never find out what's in the suitcase. Right, the, the payoff would have Tarantino been... Tarantino has oh. fucked us now for 30 years because every <laughs> hack movie maker, they want to have their suitcase that everyone asks about afterwards, so you're never going to find out what that <laughs> fucking like, guy is. It's like did. History of Violence. Like, you know, basically, history of Violence is a great fucking movie. It's a great fucking what, what movie. What's going on with you? This movie is doing what a History of Violence does, but to, worse. I need you to get hold of yourself. <laughs> I mean, you're you're comparing this movie to History of Violence. Like, you're having some sort of fucking episode. Guy is hiding out in the middle of nowhere. All of a sudden, one of his old gangsters stumbles across him, then calls yeah, the boss. That's a History of Violence. Bro, you're, it's like saying the real Ghostbusters is the Exorcist, because they don't deal with the supernatural. <laughs> like, it's a terrible <laughs> argument Just you're another making. movie that this movie has... has Tom Stahl, Stahl's Diner. Remember that? He hits him in the fucking head with him. That's a great fucking Crazy fucking Joey. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? One of my favorite, William Hurt, rest his soul. Fucking one of my favorite scenes of all time. He shoots a dude in the chest. Oh, I do have one reason that I also dinged it a little bit. Yes. I really thought the blind guy was going to pay off a lot more. As opposed no to, payoff. As opposed to just being, you know, the eccentric father of yeah. the guy. But Again, you laughed that, a lot, right? You thought it was hilarious, It was right? an interesting I character. Mean, I thought he was a more interesting character than most of the characters in that fucking movie. I was just expecting him to factor into the uh, the resolution a little bit more. I thought he was going to have a secret of his own at some point in time. Nope. Not just the tattoo. Or the tattoo. Nope. Fortunately, we weren't uh, blessed with that. So uh, anyway, sorry, Jimmy, Jesse. Jimmy, what's the number? To... What number did you give it? I gave that a two. Uh, it, it wasn't horrible, but I wouldn't tell anybody else to watch it. One point for each viewing session that he had. Now, can I ask you this question? <laughs> did you watch it before or after you dumped a load of semen into your wife's vagina? Oh. Um, oh. Thinking of the time frames, it was probably before. Before and then maybe yeah. afterwards. You know, basking in the afterwards. I got that excited. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to go with goat. Gross. I'll say... Two and a half. We've watched really bad movies in the past in here. Uh, the the one that I keep going back to is Blue Collar. I, I'll never forget. Yeah. Don't forgive. That's why I forgot Goat's birthday is I passive aggressively. No, I understand. I also hate my... Every time I yeah, have yeah. one that doesn't live up to my expectations, I go back to Blue Collar. It's better than Blue Collar. Uh, I'll give it a two and a half because, again, if it was on cable in the scene where the dude recognizes him in the toll booth i would sit there and probably watch 10 minutes of that um i liked what he was like trying to get his buddy to punch him in the face <laughs> there, there were parts of this movie where i had smiled or enjoyed myself she used the term knacking a beer which i'd never heard before and i'm like i want to use that all the time now so <laughs> and the scenery was absolutely gorgeous so uh two and a half i give this movie a two because i look back actually i listen back i gave sushi girl a two and a half I think Sushi Girl had more stakes than this did. We have these stakes, by the way. There's, I'm there's, exactly. Oh, well, sushi as well. But there's a there's a heist in that movie at, at, at one point, and that's like that's more engaging. Just the heist in that movie is more engaging. Danny than Trejo's in that anything part too. anything in this one. And even you know as 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 grisly as it is, when they're torturing a guy, trying to get information out of him, like there's tension in those moments. That has more you know it's more captivating than I would say any moment in this. Besides. Maybe when when the guys at when when the gangster is sitting at the toll booth recognizes him and is talking to him, mm -hmm. I thought maybe this is where it ramps up and then it goes right back down. Where Sushi Girl at least held that tension. So if that's a two a two and a half, this is a two. This is a step down. I also was kind of hoping for Toll Booth to have like a breakout scene. I mean, there's a scene yeah. where he commits acts of violence, like he executes two people. But I was kind of hoping there would be that a scene where he becomes Kaiser Sose. You know what I mean? The guy that shoots yeah. his wife rather than have her be fucking. Where he old Henry's. Ex exactly. Yeah. Like he takes off the wig or fucking pulls the machete out. And he, you know, <laughs> chops someone to death. Like that. And that just, he's kind of a muted, boring English guy the whole goddamn time. So, um, yeah. 
All right. Uh, well, this will be a nice button button to put on top of that. Jim Jester, I don't know how thirsty you are, but my Super goodness. Thirsty. My buddy Bobby Double L. That's my guy. Who else would it be? That guy. He also sent me two bottles of hooch. I mean, I don't know where he is on the power ranking, but boy, he's like Georgia at this point, I would think. So, yes, if you don't mind, please. Does anybody else? We've never done this on the movie show, have we? I feel like I think we have. once or twice. Do you what's do you do the hate air boy goat? I forget how we do this. Hey, hey there, boy. Oh man, <laughs> Nino gave him a hate air boy. <laughs> Back with the name of my uniform said hate air boy, <laughs> but everybody knew he has the Bowser Machero. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I think we got a weird bit working. <laughs> we got a bit working that has some legs, Jack. Uh, thank you so much to Bobby Double L for the donation. You do not have to donate, but if you want to, I need a hundred bucks on Venmo to pay these motherfuckers. All right, it is uh, at Chad Dukes. Okay, um, how do you guys want to do this? I kind of like to finish up with uh, Barbarian, if that is cool. All right, is, is that all right? Now, do we want to wrap up the official selection portion with the next I selection? I always forget that. Go. Thank you so much for being here. I know you're a fan of procedure. I am indeed. And symmetry, I, symmetry and procedure. I'm a huge fan of both of those things. That is a shoot. <laughs> um. Well, I'll, I think it's finally my turn. It's been, I think, seven years since think, I've picked yeah, the movie. Sometime back in May, <laughs> and it's gonna be May. Uh, go right now. See what I did there. Um. This is a movie I had never fucking heard of until a week ago, and then I was watching a trailer for Top Gun Maverick, which I don't know why. Um, I think it was a... Oh, because it was the Blu-ray trailer. Okay. They put out a different cut trailer for the Blu-ray, and for some reason I clicked on that. I mean, I it's know. in your wheelhouse. I got a problem. Um, and then uh, this was one of those suggested trailers on the side, and it's called... The Final Countdown from 1980. Uh, it is an aircraft carrier movie. It is not only an aircraft carrier movie, it is a time-traveling aircraft carrier oh. movie. A time warp takes the aircraft carrier, the USS Nimitz, and its captain, wait for it, Kirk Douglas, <laughs> back to Pearl Harbor, December 6th, 1941. My birthday, of course, is December 7th, 1978. Not only is... Uh, Kirk Russell in this, but um, excuse me, not did I say Kurt Russell? You did. What I say? Uh, Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas is in this. Uh, and if Kurt Russell was also be in this, fucking fantastic. <laughs> I don't know how old he'd be. Very handsome. How old he was? Uh, Martin Sheen in this movie too. A oh, young Martin man. Sheen. Very handsome. Uh, and a bunch of character actors, by the way, that uh, I recognize in a bunch of other shit. In the trailer, there is a scene where Martin Sheen is explaining. Some shit that you would expect to hear Jeremy Corbell saying on the Rogan podcast a week ago. Like, <laughs> very, it's so very fucking quantum physics-y. Go yeah. Very timely of the extra dimension, fourth dimensional shit, time bending horse shit that I'm really into right now. Um, but in the trailer, there's a modern aircraft carrier and it's inserted into World War II and it just looks fucking fantastic. And if it's bad, I'm really going to be upset. This poster the poster. is amazing. Yeah. Dude, I want it framed in here by the end of the this week. This poster fucking rules. It's got it, an oceanic wormhole with the giant aircraft carrier coming through the, it. The slug line is great. Did you see what the slug line is for the movie? <laughs> it's, it? it's on the poster underneath the uh, little thing. Trapped outside the boundaries of time and space. It says like, oh, hold on, I got it right here. I actually pulled up. There's a 4K edition of it. It says, uh, this is the USS Nimitz. Where the hell are we? <laughs> that is the tagline, and it is uh, it's 144 minutes. Okay, so not egregious. Uh, 52 percent from the critics, but only 21 reviews. 
over 5,000 from the audience sitting at 60% right You think fresh. there's like a hidden captain's log where they're all fucking each other to death and like uh, ripping out their insides and stuff? <laughs> are, you, are you doing a bit where you're not going to ruin this by turning it into fucking Event Horizon, are you? Like, I don't want this I to be I would say I'd be pretty excited if it was. I, I don't want that. I don't, I don't want that. Now, like, immediate five. Easy five. I don't have to watch You're it. a dark, twisted there's, soul. There's I don't know how you got to this part, but... Lawrence Fishburne's there. We don't ask how. <laughs> Sam Neill's nude, all chopped up. Um, yeah, man, uh, it looks good. Trailer is real good. Uh, I know Dottie, you like to avoid the trailers, but I would, I would highly recommend you watch this trailer because it's view- a great table oh, set. Man, yeah, it's so awesome. It's just another time too. It just makes me so happy. Yeah, I mean, a, a stylized like like late seventies, eighties trailer is much more interesting than like a trailer we would watch now. Oh yes, and uh, I, what I like about the art on the front too is it's art. It's not just a bunch of like Dwayne the Rock Johnson's face profile. Right. You know, it's, it's not a, a photo. Photoshop layer festival, yeah. It's got like the uh, the the World War Two airplane like flying over the modern aircraft carrier too. So, just looks fantastic. I can't wait to watch it. So that is uh, that is my selection. The final countdown, and I'm sure some somewhere around Easter we'll get a chance to sit down and <laughs> speak about dude. it, um, dude. Um, do we want to? We don't want to piss break this early. It's so early. Well, let's do this, goat. Let's talk about Bullet Face, and then also I noticed that uh, <laughs> Orgy Beard was nice enough to bring. Those aren't Christmas themed donuts, are they? No, they are in fact Thanksgiving themed donuts. What a find! Jesus Christ! What a treasure! Thanksgiving again. I love Christmas more than anything, but Thanksgiving tragically overlooked our entire life. Uh, you can, it's so rare to find Thanksgiving themed anybody because it's such a race to get to all the Christmas stuff. Well, and depending on the year, it's a short window. I Certainly. Mean, this year, it's it's close to being the shortest window because I believe it's the 24th is, yeah. is uh, Thanksgiving this year. So it's only just over three weeks between Halloween and Thanksgiving before we dive right into the the Christmas foolishness. Do you want to try these before or after we talk about Brad Pitt? Let's talk about Brad Pitt first. And then we'll have we'll give ourselves a little treat. Here. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, For a job well done. Yeah. We'll reward ourselves. Um, so I don't know if you guys were had any type of a desire to see Bullet Train. Um, I did because it wasn't a Marvel movie, mm-hmm. and it was... Uh, it was an action movie. It was rated R. It's it looked cool. Like I like Brad Pitt. Um, There's a bunch of actors in it that I yeah. dig, and uh, the trailer looked pretty slick. Dotson said it was. I think you said it was trying desperately hard to be Deadpool or whatever. That's the tr- that's the impression I got from the trailer, and that's why I I was not. Uh, okay. Interested in seeing it when, when the trailer he was, was actively out. telling us to uh, go to hell. Yeah. I think on Saturday when we were <laughs> sure. concocting the movie yeah. list for this week. Well, I said I would watch it because you said that you would like to discuss it, and uh, I, I, it looked to me like equal parts Deadpool and what I just mentioned. Something I'm not fond of a Guy Ritchie knockoff. Oh, Jesus. And those two together, I was, I was, you know, I was worried. Perhaps the trailer spoke to my inner rube. I saw this in the theater. Oh, you did? And I very much, yeah, I was wow. very much looking forward to it based on, it looked fun. Uh, you know, you put Sonata on screen and I'm, I'm He's pretty fucking, much, yeah. I, I'm at least going to give your motion picture a chance. He's fantastic. Um, and I, it's weird seeing him fresh off of being Scorpion, too, because this is kind mm-hmm. of a, a different role than that. But um, I won't spoil the, if you want to watch this, I, probably the most epic uh cameo lineup that I've ever seen in this it's movie. Strong. I mean, just A-lister after A-lister just popping their head in for a couple of minutes, which yeah. is pretty wild. But it's uh, Brad Pitt driven and the um, 
the plot of the movie is he is some sort of a bag man and he's supposed to get on this bullet train in Japan and he is going to find a bag and then get off the train. And uh, unfortunately, lots of things happen that stop him from being able to do that. Fucking thing is two hours and six minutes long. Uh, I thought it was two hours and 40 minutes long by the time it was done. Like it has one of those. There's a false ending where I'm just like, yeah, I couldn't believe how much longer it went on. It was like Return of the King. I mean, I think I paused it at the hour mark (laughs) and the 90 minute mark. And I was like, how the fuck is there still a movie? It was like Return of the King, but without any close up fruit eating. So I was very appreciative of that. Not as many montages as the Watchmen, but it was probably borderlining (laughs) on that. Um, 53% tomato meter. From the critics, 76% from the audience. So that's the ratio that I'm looking for, and that's why I always will give this thing a fair shake. Popped up on demand for about $22 about a month ago, and then it finally dropped down to five ninety nine. So yeah. the wife was home, and I said, uh, we had the event the next day, and I said, fuck it, let's watch this movie instead of doing anything else. Um, <laughs> Brad Pitt is, I'm embarrassed. I don't want to say embarrassed because I think that he was doing what the director wanted him to do. Um, but when you watch him, Dotson will do nothing but just a sale snatch. Mm-hmm. But if you watch Brad Pitt in Snatch or you watch him in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or even in Seven where he's still kind of like a bro dog, like good looking dude. Right. I know he's the most handsome person to ever walk the earth. So people legends of the fall of the shit out of him. But he's a really good actor. Um, he's a great actor. Yeah to go along with all that charisma, he is such a dopey fuck in this movie that it bummed me out Oh, okay. at times. Um, I guess Dodson was offended by the two guys with British accents. And well, I actually thought British they were, I mean, they were, they were actually my favorite. I thought, yeah, I thought they were great. I liked them a lot. Um, I liked their back and forth. They forced some British that's, that's, jargon, that's, and I that's, thought. That's what I mean by that. Is like When I saw that, I'm like, okay, I, they're kind of phoning in the British thing here because they're they're going for that type of like I said I think they're trying to unlock something in people's right. brains of oh these guys oh have it was British by accents. design they're funny mm-hmm. uh, but I also I like both of those actors very much um, I wish that both of them were in more Brian Tyree Henry is awesome um, he's also my favorite part of that terrible Eternals movie where you find out he did Hiroshima. Um, oh, I would. It's it's worth going. It's, it's worth like, watching that movie. Letting me just, know just for that moment where Dude. you find out halfway through that he's responsible for Hiroshima here's as what, an Eternal. It's fucking amazing. Here's what you need to understand. When you said the Eternals, I stopped for a second and I was like, "Did you have to go to the Rolodex in your I head?" Was like, oh, is that that knockoff 300 movie yeah. that came out a while yeah, ago? Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh no, it's a Marvel movie. It's horrible." Yeah, I can't even imagine. Uh, but Aaron Taylor Johnson, Aaron Taylor Johnson also rules. Uh, he's in Godzilla, which Godzilla. I think we, we all like really like. The 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 chick daughter of Michael Shannon was horrific. Like I, she annoyed the fuck out of me. The whole movie. I, there was a scene though when uh, your boy has discovered uh, Tangerine has discovered who she is, and Brad Pitt fucks it all up. He goes, "Are <laughs> oh, you fucking Belinda?" Then he gets stabbed in the neck, and I, I laughed quite a bit at that. Um, God, this movie was long. There was some fun stuff. Um, I didn't hate Bad Bunny as much as I thought that I would. I don't know anything about Bad Bunny other than he is a rapper that they gave this role to in this movie. I, I and he th- spent a couple minutes in the WWE. Okay, uh, a couple think- couple WrestleManias ago, and got mostly positive reviews. Sure. Yeah. I thought he did a pretty good job when I, he was yeah. in WWE. He reminds me kind of of Logan Paul, where I think you assume I'm going to hate this motherfucker's yeah. guts, and then he's like, oh, he's kind of talented. Um. I liked his origin with the over-the-top crazy Desperado shit. Like, I love him yes. like that. But um, I thought he was going to be the main antagonist, and he was not. Michael Shannon, 
I love him so much. And I fucking was so embarrassed for him in this movie. He's just so awful uh, with the hair. And I just... Like he he immediately like oh you're the white type or whatever I don't need oh, Michael yeah. Shannon to be Russian I think no. he does he does such a gr- great job of playing that like distinctly I don't know weirdo like weirdo but like American <laughs> like you see uh, Ice Americana Man? character I no I haven't seen fucking Ice Man. awesome you, you haven't seen that really wait is that the serial killer movie yeah well yeah kind of no yeah yes you don't want to give okay. too much away yeah. No, I haven't seen it. It's great, I, but I, I like him a lot, and and I've never seen him do an accent like that before. And I was like, okay, like when he lifted up his head and you see him behind the sunglasses, I was like, him, really? Like, I just, we're, we're doing him. I just it, it was fu- at first I popped because I love Michael Shannon so much, and I'm like, oh, Zod, you know, like it was cool for a second. But and then the more that happened, you were kind of like, oh, he just seemed like. Remember when I said when we watched Ghostbusters? I was like. Maybe Bill Murray could have like sat in a sauna for a couple hours before they started filming. <laughs> sure. Like, for, I, maybe it's the way he's dressed, but he's hunched over. He looks old, and I'm just, who are you gonna kill, bro? Like, you're not gonna kill anybody. So, I don't know. Um, it was it, it again, not offensive. It was disappointing, and it was trying so fucking hard. I think that's another part of it. Goat is least mm-hmm. your shitty movie was like it was muted and understated, <laughs> and it was just doing its thing. This movie was trying so fucking hard. And they spent so much. There's a scene at the end where the the train crashes, and it it lasts for ten minutes yeah. of Brad Pitt flying through so the air. And I'm like, <laughs> that part was bad. But I love Tangerine and uh, Lemon, and I love the fact that his name was Lemon. I thought that was fun. The the train stick, the Thomas the Tank. I was over that five minutes in, and they <laughs> beat the shit out of that. Um, I like. I- I like those guys. I, I thought, yeah, they were the best part for me. I would have been happy to just watch a movie with the two of them. In fact, like, around 90 minutes, it seems like their story arc is almost up. Mm-hmm. And that's where you could have figured out a way to end your movie. To just bring it home. Instead yeah. of like, all right, we're going to kill off more people. We're going to bring more people in. And then we're going to bring Michael Shannon in. And then we're going to crash the train. Like, they could have, I think, just wrapped it up better with the two of them. But I think they wanted to showcase. They wanted to sell it. As like a big ensemble right. movie with then, of course, surprise cameos. I mean, you see in the trailer for this, like you see Sandra Bullock. Like you know that she's at the oh, end of I the I did movie. not. My wife recognized her voice and said, I think that's Sandra Bullock. The, the same thing happened to yeah, me. Yeah. 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 I mean, I saw a trailer in the theaters where like you see her standing in front of a wrecked train. Okay. Like, they really. Boy, they didn't. They, they, they weren't didn't trying keep that to hide a lot at all. <laughs> I also think that there were maybe two versions of this movie. I think they had an R-rated version and a PG-13 version. Because when I first saw this trailer, I was like, "This is going to be a PG-13 like Hobbs and Shaw, fucking bullshit movie." I didn't know he directed and, that. It makes um, so much sense now. And and then when I realized it was rated R, which I did not know until I threw it on yesterday, uh, I always assumed that this was PG-13. And I realized, okay, it's R-rated. We can get some language, get some violence, like some real blood. Well, real blood, CGI blood, but it's going to be violent at least. This has got something going for it, mm-hmm. and and that's going to be its its saving grace because I think there are moments where this movie was made for like teenagers almost. Right. Like, it, it is distinctly like Marvel sometimes with like the crazy slow mo train crash, um, with some of the jokes, the Thomas the Tank Engine thing. I'm like, are they making this for more like? Like uh, 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 not Gen Z, but um, millennials. Like I don't that, know. Thomas that, the Tank was. I mean, it's way past my generation. Like we didn't watch that. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I thought maybe like they are they catering to a younger audience here. And I think that they kind of fuse those two versions together, and that's why it is a little messy at times. Okay. And it seems like it's disjointed, and 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 every once in a while I'm like, who is this movie for? Like, is it for the Hobbs and Shaw Fast and Furious people, 
or is it for the people that really like the like the super violent Quentin Tarantino, Guy Ritchie, whatever yeah. the fuck movies? Honestly, I got uh, a, a lot of Shane Black from this too. Like yeah. I think it is. Well, I don't like his movies either. It's it, it is. I like him when he's like, in Predator, and that's I, it. I do like him in Predator. I do like Kiss Kiss Bang. Yeah, I was gonna say Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Like Iron Man blows. Um, he did I, Predators too, didn't he? Didn't he direct Predators? The Predator. Well, whichever Which one he worse did. Than Pre- Predators was. Uh, that was Adrian Brody. And that fucking yeah, was terrible, too. That one is also bad. But I thought, like, this, while it is, like, the sharp, witty, whatever, it's not very British. Uh, it, it felt, like, more like, <laughs> that is, like that American. That is not his meter, actually. Yeah, right, yeah. No, but, like, it felt like, more The American, more British, so, the more I hate it. Yeah. Well, who else, like, who writes, like, sharp, the sharp, witty action movies in, in Hollywood? It's it's uh, Shane Black, as opposed to, like, Guy Ritchie. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's, like, the American version of, of Guy Ritchie, if we're really, like, boiling it down. And it felt more Shane Black to me than than Guy Ritchie kind of watching through the whole thing. It's hard for me to watch this movie and not think about Kill Bill Volume 1. And in, okay. I, I don't even really... I'm not in love with Kill Bill Volume 1. Okay. I, I like Volume 2 a lot more, but it's such a Agreed. better fucking movie than this movie. And I just, this movie had all the resources in the world. I'm, I'm looking at... I, I didn't know much about David Leach. Is that how you say his name? Leach. So. He directed Deadpool 2. I, going back and watching that movie, I don't like it very much. But he is a producer on John Wick, John mm-hmm. Wick 3, and Nobody. Like he's been around some really good action yeah. movies over the past few years, but I I don't I didn't like Atomic Blonde. He directed that. He I didn't like Deadpool too. So maybe he's just one of those guys. Like he's a fucking um, who's the coach of the Raiders right now? That's the goddamn uh, guy that came from Bill Belichick. That, oh God, uh, always gets fired. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, I don't know why Josh McDaniels' name evaded me right there, but <laughs> there's guys that are just better as a coordinator than they are as a head coach. Right, and I think for action movies, oh god, he's on Violent Night too. Like he's a, I, guess I was he's about a producer to say, I that. just read that he was putting that together yeah. as well. So I don't know. I, I, I hate to keep saying it wasn't offensive. I, the only thing offensive about it was how fucking long it was. Yeah, and Scorpion shows up, and he like. He's, a, he's an instrumental figure in the last 10 minutes of the movie, and you see him for maybe five seconds throughout the course of it. So I didn't like that development of that character either. Um, I don't know. What do you think? It sounds like you liked it more than me and Dottie. I, I think I did. I think this is the movie that is like kind of the epitome of a popcorn movie, mm-hmm. where if you can kind of look at it with a less critical eye, there is enough to enjoy. The length is the only thing that I kind of took away. Like It could have been 20 minutes shorter. Uh, I think they could have cut out some of the more like false finishes even at the end where you know the whole thing with like the venom and the anti-venom and the shot and the thing and it's like there's there's all of this where you know it's coming the setups that are guaranteed to pay off uh which i mean i guess it's better than a setup that doesn't pay off but still you can kind of see some of them coming from a mile away where you kind of maybe roll your eyes as opposed to go ah okay i can see where that happened so it was very fluffy uh, on the surface, like it didn't have a whole lot of deeper meaning to it. There wasn't a, a it, it just, I mean, it felt like if you could turn off your brain for a couple of hours, it was at least fun. Uh, but yeah, then when you get past that two hour mark and you get into overtime almost, sure. you kind of go, okay, we can wrap this up at some point. Um, but there were enough laughs for me personally that I, you know, I, I never once felt completely checked out and bored as to what was going on. Um, so I dug it. The the there were stretches of fun in it that I, yeah. I definitely will grant you. I thought one or two less trips up and down the train. 
Okay. Because there was like two or three times. And then what I couldn't get away from is I realized that the White Death like bought all the seats as it was approaching its final destination. But they were leaving bodies and blood and shit. Yeah. And nobody ever said anything. Like, all, there's guys cleaning up the train the whole time and other passengers, and nobody ever says a fucking word. I couldn't figure out how that, that worked. And the stickler conductor probably would have spotted some yeah. of those things at some By point. By the way, no payoff like, for that either, Hey, right? wait a second. Was there yeah. any payoff for the stickler conductor? No. I mean, did you recognize who that was, though? No. He Did you ever watch Heroes? No. Okay. He, he is the, he the, was the character hero, hero in, yeah. in the, uh, Ma- Masi Oka, Oh, he's the guy in the trailer that went, yeah. I remember that yeah. guy in the trailer. A yeah. million times yeah, with yeah, every yeah. every commercial. Yeah. There were there were some sure. fun like Japanese actor cameos in it. The uh, the snack car girl is also in the boys. She's curious. Okay. The was boys. the chick that played the uh, what was the name of the girl inside of the um, the Hornet? The Hornet was yeah. that was that Domino from Deadpool two? Yeah, Zazzy Beats. Yeah, I liked her in Deadpool two, and she. The gimmick where she just kept saying bitch over and over well, again. She I'm was like, in it for a minute and 30 but I'm like, seconds. Are, but how do you annoy me in 90 seconds with this <laughs> yeah. fucking You've dialogue? really done something. Well, and like right there, I know you needed a reason for like the kid, the the son, Logan Lerman, to get poisoned. You needed you needed the, that other character, like right. the secret assassin. But otherwise, you're talking about like where the fat could be trimmed here. That's one of them. She's, she's one of them. Um, the the bad bunny stuff. It's fun. I loved like like the Mexico stuff was cool. Bed and wedding where everyone's yeah. vomiting blood. He, he, like, had, he had the look, and it's like, all right, this is cool. But like, I would watch a whole movie with that character just like rising to some sort of fucking cartel. I could see that it was like it was like another moving part that if this movie was just Brad Pitt and Lemon and Tangerine, as annoying as she is, the daughter is kind of integral to the storytelling. Sure. And and then are the two Japanese protagonists? Mm-hmm. I think it would be a movie. Make it a little would, bit you tighter. Would, you would still have yourself a movie. It'd be like an hour and forty and some change with credits. And I think it would be a little a little better put together. And I think it would be. I can see that it, it would sit at at a three and a half for me. Okay. Um, it's not that. Uh, I think it, it. Are we doing scores? Oh, we can. Um, honestly, I there were there was enough about this that I and I watched it after Tollbooth, which I think really helped. <laughs> Where this was giving me, I don't know, like there I were was stakes. in a bit of a Coach, coma, and so well, this movie just keeps getting shot upon. Well, there were there were there were stakes to this one where I'm like, okay, there's like tension in the scene, there's action, there's something going on where yeah. I can be invested in whether mm-hmm. this person gets out alive or not. That's enough to keep you invested. Um, I got there was a laugh out loud, as dumb as the joke was, when he's hamming it up with the suitcase in front of the the triads. And he like flicks the combination yeah, and it, it opens falls. and all the shit falls out. Like you enjoyed that. I, I didn't expect that gimmick and that that got like a laugh out loud for me. Um, I, I do think Brad, Brad Pitt's kind of sleepwalking <laughs> through this. He really is. I he mean, seems like he's smoking dude, a giant split. The whole great scene. I mean, and it looks like it. This whole movie was shot on a soundstage. Everyone was probably there for a week or less. They got a big paycheck and so they were like, "Fuck it, I'm here to repave my driveway. I'll be gone." Think about Brad days. Pitt's character in True Romance. That character somehow seemed less stoned than his character in this fucking movie. I did one part. I did appreciate. If someone isn't a badass, you got to figure out a way to have them kick ass. If mm-hmm. they're not, and he's not supposed to be a badass. Right. I don't think in this movie. And I liked the he's it, supposed to shy away from violence and hate yeah, all of that like, stuff. Like the yeah. knife bouncing off the briefcase and shit like that. There was something satisfying, almost like watching Jackie Chan be like the drunken master. Yeah. Where you're like, what? Whoa! Like the, you're, he's fighting in a way you don't. That's unconventional. Um, like the whole thing with the snack cart. I enjoyed, yeah, that, I was enjoyed cool. that sequence. Yeah. And I, I liked I do like the gimmick of why would these two assassins that are trying to kill each other care if a woman was shushing them in the quiet car? Right. Like I don't mind right. that gag yeah. going on. Now they went to the well about thirteen times. Yeah. But also the part where uh, he's fighting um 
lemon and he has to borrow two dollars for the the bubbly water like i (laughs) I don't know like some of those gags i thought they they were funny they were entertaining and that works and also i do think that is like much more i I don't think we would see that in the guy Ritchie movie i think like stopping it Stopping the action dead like that doesn't necessarily happen in, in yeah, Snatch. Rich, Snatch it, is it, hilarious. It, 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 I know. It, it's a totally different style. It flows a lot differently. Right. But I also like think stopping dead in, in its tracks does work for this movie a lot. So it, it, it's, it's at a three for Did me. Did you watch Wrath of Man? Honestly. No. Well, is that Statham? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I but, didn't watch But that I one. think you'd like it because it is very different than a lot of the guy. Like, if you didn't like The Gentleman, which I still don't understand. I don't understand that not, either. That bumps like me out. Okay, bumps me out too, Goat. But I, Wrath of Man is different enough where I think if okay. you gave that one a chance, you might feel a little different. I'll watch it report back the next episode. Yeah, it's much more of a hardcore gangster fucking movie in that goddamn was that, Did that come out during the pandemic? Yeah, I feel like that no, one, right, no yeah. one saw that. Nobody. It was, no. it was out of the theater. It was one of those ones that was supposed to be in the theater and it showed up on like HBO Max a okay. day later. I think that's why it just like it totally went by me. It's a great movie. It's, I, I really enjoyed it. But was I that mean, one this- of the ones you, that they was hyped during a UFC event and then Probably. it came out the week after. <laughs> like That sounds exactly... If it wasn't, it, they missed an yeah. opportunity. <laughs> that, that's marketing that would have worked. And I mean, I'll, I'll admit to this, like I thought I was going to fucking hate this movie. Like based on the trailer... I thought Definitely that I was going to have a really bad time with it, and there was a lot of it that I really dug, and and it really comes back to um, Lemon and Tangerine, like they're the fucking stars. Where, they like, anchor it. Yeah. I was I was invested, and like when when uh, you think Lemon is dead, like I really like I felt the emotional connection. Well, I was there. bitter, yeah. And then and then when you realize he's alive, but now Tangerine is dead, I'm like fuck, like that's, that's even more like yeah. that that works for me. Where I'm like like. There are stakes in this story because I at least care about these two guys. They did enough so, to ground them that they weren't just throwaways. It, yeah, it's enough for me that I am I am glad that I watched this because sure. I honestly I think if oh, it weren't too. for I, if it weren't for us saying that we were going to do it on the show, I probably would have never given it the time of day. Sonata's so. kid too in the movie. Um, I thought his character arc they don't finish it all that well, mm-hmm. but the part where he's a terrible father it, it was the most realistic thing I thought. He's a great actor in too. the movie. Yeah, where he's like he's an awful dad and he's sitting there with his son and you're supposed to protect your kids and then like he's gut shot and he's like fashioned a spear and he's trying to at the end like it's just yeah. a nice it's a nice redemption story in the middle of what is a, a fairly corny movie. Are you pro or against the twist that Lemon is driving the truck that kills the chick at the end yeah um they're, they're murderers they're yeah. killers so like i i thought it was pretty funny yeah i, I, I enjoyed I, it well because because also when it when it ends with her getting hit by the truck i was like what the fuck seriously like we're doing this we're just doing the trope of like person gets hit by a car movie over and then when you find out you know a couple minutes into the credits yeah. that it was him driving oh i truck. didn't even know that well, oh really oh, oh i thought you're doing the ryan reynolds bit. no 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 so it no it's like a credits yeah. it's a singer scene in the credits where it, you see Brian Tyree Henry uh, in, in the lake when he oh, jumps out of the train. He's like getting out. He's running away from the guy. He like kills the guy, and then he almost he stops a truck. Yeah, and it's a, it's a tangerine truck, and he goes like, "Huh." I, I saw the tangerine part. I thought oh, this then, makes no sense, and no, I couldn't turn the then, movie off fast enough. And then he, he, he gets he gets in the truck and he's driving. He's like motherfucking diesels, fucking diesel. And then he he mows the chick down oh, and drives yeah. off. And I was like, okay, this works. Puts a nice like, little this, button on it. This yeah. works because otherwise I thought that the ending kind of sucked. And it was then a I was like, okay, this, yeah. this, this works around. He, a little he throws bit. them the tangerine, and then like I thought maybe they would start peeling it or something. I thought it was just like an, an homage to the fact that he had passed on. No, that's funny. Maybe they should have done it in the two hours okay, and thirty okay, minutes. Right, yeah, exactly. right. So then, movie. I mean, you do make a choice. Like you make make sense now. Like okay, maybe that was a bad decision. Why don't we make that the end of the fucking the, movie? The twist like, that show it before the credits. The, at the least. twist <laughs> that Brad Pitt didn't kill Michael Shannon's wife, and it was fucking Ryan Reynolds oh, is hilarious. Yeah. So that, as yes. soon as I saw it, I was like, ah, that's fine. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs>
lot no, of I'm, fun cameos. I, I am I am I am glad that I watched this. There's there it's got its problems, but I'll say it it impressed me a lot more than I thought it would. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a three. Um it's fine. Like it, it's, I hate to say this is the same thing I said about goats piece of shit, but like fucking <laughs> Um, and I made it, shit. so I'll take full blame for it. So. It's a funny bit. It's a funny bit. If this thing popped up on HBO and I popped in like halfway through it, and Brad Pitt was fighting somebody in the dining car, I'd leave it on for 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, this is fun. The ending is an abomination. It, it would be a 3-5 if they figured out a way to end it. They just they, they couldn't. And 40 minutes earlier. Like, yes. And that's yes. the thing is they put too much into it so they they couldn't end it. They yeah. didn't know how. Um, yeah, 3-5. Three, 3-5. Five. Three, five. It's not bad. I, Jester, did you see it? I three. did. Three. I, uh, three. I think Cal Goat said it was... Cal? What does he have to do with this? <laughs> I, think I think Cal was the assassin that killed yeah. Michael Shannon yeah, twice. Yeah. Did you sell that card yet, by the way? No, oh. I would not sell that card. You should sell it. <laughs> Pay for kid number four. Oh. Jesus. Jester, how much you want for it? I'm not. It's. Not I don't want sale. a Cal Ripton card. I just <laughs> want to know how much you would sell it for. I want to just so like I, what I would do is I would buy it from him and then I would have a bonfire that Saturday and throw it right in. <laughs> oh my! And take a video and send it over to him. <laughs> Go, what's wrong? I don't appreciate. Oh, this you're a Kale guy too. I don't appreciate. Oh, I had this no at idea all. you were such a Kale guy. <laughs> Jesse, you better hope you get Goat and Secret Santa and you can just hand him that card. <laughs> Fingers crossed. That'll be it. <laughs> It'd be steamed. You can write the fuck out of it. That'll be amazing. Uh, did you like uh, Bullet Face? I did. What Goat said was perfect, and I'm glad he kind of liked it because I was worried that the whole table here <laughs> was You can not like it even if Dawson no, no, no. and I are upset about everything. I understand that. No, but what yeah, he the said baseline is, is whether you ask if it's a documentary or not. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Than this that, wasn't real, go. just in case. So let's get that fucking <laughs> Thank you for the hard deck established. <laughs> But it's it, you do if if you turn your brain off, take out your critical eye, which I don't own one of those. It's a whole hell of a lot of fun to watch. I've had, but you have to take out your critical eye. You do. You have to take it out, or at least close it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, like Bill the Butcher. Just yeah, take it right out, wrap it in blue paper. There you go. Send it over to the priest. Everything that like upsets you guys, I enjoyed. Oh yeah, yes. the, the dumb parts, the bad ending, pretty much. While the ending is a little sketchy, the, the, the but the the train accident and uh, Brad Pitt going through the air, oh, getting hit by Brad the coffee thing. Jester. That was funny. Just, that was so dumb. Oh. Where like he was, he's like making wacky faces. It's just. Oh, it's I thought Gypsy Rose's character was interesting. Who's that? That's the chick. No, that's a that's one of the the Jaegers from a, a Pacific Rim, isn't that? Yeah, Gypsy yeah, Rose? Gypsy, Gypsy, Gypsy Danger. Gypsy yeah. Rose. It's Gypsy Rose. Yeah. She has to fight the class four. <laughs> Who's Gypsy Rose? Did I say the name wrong? Maybe then? I don't know what the fuck you're talking Gypsy about. Rose. She was in another show. I, I don't remember where Gypsy it was on. What, what are we Kevin? talking about? I, I don't know. Kevin, what is it? Joyce King? Yes. Her name's Joyce King. Isn't that Oprah's friend? That's <laughs> Gail something or another. Yeah, so hang on. All right. King, I'm, I'm, dumb, dumb. <laughs> I'm going to produce and look it up. Hang I can't on. believe you hit Gail. We couldn't figure out if I was doing a King bit. Gypsy Rose. Who's Gypsy Rose? Yes. Is that a Bengals song? No. <laughs> oh, Cinderella. Okay. Hey. No. Who does he say? Is this a girl that was held hostage by her mom? Yes, in the wheelchair. Okay. What was the character's name? What the I got it. fuck I got are it. you talking I got about? I got it figured out. Jester, stop. The little the girl in the movie. Uh, whatever the pink fuck, chick. The pink chick. Yes. Was in like she's a, not a girl, right? Isn't she like an adult? She just looks young. They make her like a girl. Okay. She. She was in a Hulu TV show called, I think, The Act, and her name uh, in that show was Gypsy Rose, and she's like, you're held hostage by Patricia, I'm Patricia not Arquette. Who I didn't watch it. the fuck watches? Why would you also, know I that? Seen that? Have you seen it, Go? And by the way, why would you say it like- Kevin, it, have you seen it? 
That's, if you call fucking wow. Harrison Ford Indiana Jones, everyone's going to know what you're thinking. He's dropping Gypsy Rose like anybody has any idea. It's my knowledge. It's I have to drop fucking, it when I have it. We have to name the show Gypsy Rose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a Porter Wagner song. Gypsy Rose. Gypsy Rose. <laughs> Gypsy Rose, you Jester. stink. What did you give it then, Gypsy? I would have given it a four. I liked it oh a lot. Oh, my God. I would tell anybody that asked, please watch it. It's no a lot is, of fun. No one is ever going to ask you what to watch. Dude, but at least... I'm, Oh, at least he's honest. That's why I like doing shows. It was a fucking bloodbath in the review. <laughs> it's not trying to impress. It's like let's get let's pull yourself together. But like Tor would try to try. Tor would try to like anticipate what we were going to tell him after. You don't think you give an honest like, response? I think I think Jester is he's wholeheartedly himself. Look at that. There's no other he's just dumb. So you watch fucking is dumb. the Nickelodeon show? Is that like when? Did, when was that out? <laughs> it was like Nickelodeon three years show. ago. What yeah, the? I thought why did you pandemic? watch that? I don't know. It seemed interesting. Where was the? Was it for adults? It was. It was Hulu. Was it for adults? Yeah, it's a true story. It's it's about a it's oh about a mom God. who's like keeping her daughter hostage or something. She's like shaving her head. She's, she's convincing her that she's sick when she's not really sick. Oh, oh. the yeah. shit you haven't seen, and you're gonna name drop that, the fucking protagonist of that wait, show. They made a TV series about that case. They sure did. Oh wow, because that ended in murder and got really weird. It I, I, it's gonna end in murder tonight yeah. too. Oh, <laughs> Gypsy Rose Lee. <laughs> Gypsy Rose. The shit he hasn't seen. It, that's, yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched the dramatized version of that. I saw the uh, real well, crime documentary. Yeah. Why the fuck would you ever watch right. that? Yeah. The, the Munchausen by proxy syndrome thing. But you, anyway. You know why? There, is, there isn't a man that Jester interacts with. It isn't me. Within a hundred miles of him. He goes home, and it's a den of chicks, and they all turn on this horse shit, and then he has pretended that he likes it now because it's easier than answering the demons in his brain, screaming at him to get out. Jester, do you want my Shudder login? <laughs> I, I signed up for Shudder. Why'd you do that? Because we watched something. You, you, no, it's a good idea. My login no, he needs to pay right. for Shudder. It's important. <laughs> See? So we're going to teach him how to be an adult. He's 48 uh, years old. So, uh, <laughs> 44? Four? What'd you give it, Goat? I, I was wavering between a three and a three and a half, Thank and God. I think just to be... Uh, three. In the middle, I would I'm gonna lean in a three and a half just because I would recommend it to people who are you know looking to have a fun time watching a movie if they can endure some of these uh, these flaws. If Anthony Hopkins, if we were sitting around here and I said, oh, you know Hannibal Lecter, you know that would make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Zor- the guy who trained Zorro. You know Gypsy Rose. Yeah. I- what? Isn't that a duet with Kenny and Dolly? Like, didn't they have a fucking song called Gypsy Rose? I thought for sure. I, I assumed he was talking about like it, it was maybe the Deadpool character. Like it was Zazzy Beats. It sounded character. like, yeah, like some sort of a super Deadpool or, 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 you know, Avengers or. So many people in the audience are going to be on my side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All yeah, of them. Yeah. Okay. You know, when you say all the dumb shit and everybody comes. Do you remember when you thought Hell House LLC was a documentary? Right. Okay. Enough said. I just want to make sure you remember. Yeah, I that. enjoyed the movie shows with Jester more than I do with Tor. And- I well, Tor doesn't want to be here, and Jester does. That's, <laughs> a, that's the biggest difference. All right. Well, we'll all watch when it's Jim's turn to pick a movie. We'll watch a Hulu miniseries. It'll be a, he doesn't a get lot a turn, of fun, does he? Huh? I, I no. Get a turn. No, no. Never. No, no. Never. Not once. No. Damn it. Absolutely get a turn. not. We're not. Tor. We're, off we're never an animated let- show. Jester, I would. I would fucking. I would say you could pick a baseball game for us all to watch before <laughs> I fucking let you pick one movie for this fucking group. You're not equipped. It's, all right. You're not equipped. Hurtful. Would you let me fucking run the 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 fucking drive-through window at the Crest Star? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. So I, much you fun shouldn't. You shouldn't. I'll get you fired. That's how unqualified you are to pick movies. I've seen the movies you watch, 
and the movies you haven't watched. Oh, dear. Have you seen Hell or High Water? No. Do you, can you name one person in it? No. Can you name the writer or director? No. All right. Then until, that, until you answer yes to any of those questions, you can't pick a movie. From Hell or High Water? What's that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From Hell. It's actually a Johnny, mashup. Johnny Depp. Yeah. From Hell or High Water. <laughs> yeah. yeah, From Hell or High Water starring Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen it, by the way. Boring as piss. Yeah. I saw it in a theater. Is that an Alan Moore book? Uh, it might be. I think so. It's yeah. It's the no payoff. That's all I'm gonna. Do you like the now. Ninth Gate? Because I like the Ninth Gate. <laughs> Shoplifting. <laughs> I like that one. Go. Do you like that one? If you ever need to fall asleep, go. If you ever sitting there with insomnia and you gotta catch forty winks, put on the Ninth Gate because ain't nothing gonna happen. God, he put those out, by the way, within like one year's time of each other. I know. That was back when I was like, I used to like Johnny Depp. I gotta get the fuck out of here. I walked out of that movie. Really? Yeah, I got the ticket stuff for it at my house, actually. Oh, no. (sighs) You keep shitting on Guy Ritchie, motherfucker. That stuff you come in here with that nonsense. You and Jester should start a movie podcast called We're Not Equipped. Oh. It's like my fourth (laughs) knockoff movie podcast. I know. It'd be amazing. (laughs) We've done so many. Uh, Do you want to eat the donuts, and then we'll go uh, have a diabetic pissing? Just let me uh, get this laptop out of the way. (laughs) This is the most important part of the show. Uh, All right, so Orgy Beard brought these. He did indeed. You you have one sheet for these? I do. I do. Describing all four of the flavors. Now, they are minis. It is a box of 16 minis. There are four of each flavor from Krispy Kreme, and... The box says thanks in so many ways because they're again clever is the word of the night. You, All you right, keep talking even though there's no. I was just I was kind of confused by what was happening. I'm telling in front you what happened. I'm his, sorry. O- his OCD kicked in way hard and like he couldn't see the minis <laughs> I couldn't anymore. See them anymore. I got very excited. So we have four flavors. First up is the mini pecan pie donut or pecan. Sure, however you'd like to say yeah. it. Uh, um, let me Are get, you all right? Get, no, I, I, I need Dottie. Dottie, he's too close to the donuts. You're gonna have to be the. Yeah, you're I'm have to be distracted. The MC. Either be them. the MC or just fucking. Why don't you give me give me the paper? No, give me the copy. No. <laughs> well, it's either the copy or the donuts. All right, then take <laughs> the donuts away. Well, just read the copy. The naturally and artificially flavored mini original glazed donut topped with a gooey butter tart filling, chopped pecans or pecans. And snickerdoodle cookie pieces. Whoa, snickerdoodle cookie pieces? Yeah, Jester, you're short. No. These look no. remarkable. <laughs> Which one do we get first? That I one. I believe said? this is the one. Oh yes. my God! Smell it! Smell it! Smell it! Oh God, no! Oh wow! Thank God they're minis, right? I mean, this is where I'm, I'm at 250 calories in this. There's gotta be. I can't. I don't even want to know what the numbers are on this. Crispy cream. Yeah. Can you read it again, please? Na- a mini pecan pie donut, naturally and artificially flavored. A mini original glazed donut topped with a gooey butter tart filling, chopped pecans, and snickerdoodle cookie pieces. I need, I need it. I need it in me. Okay. Oh, my. Thank God it's a little dry. Thank God. Because if it wasn't... Yeah, otherwise it just disappears. I just will fuck kill myself. <laughs> Oh, what a way to go, though, right? Good. With mini pecan pie donuts. I would like to just a, a quick uh, criticism. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a salted pecan, I think, would have benefited. Okay. A salted pecan on the top. A little extra extra savoriness. Pretty fun, good. I think if you get those things hot, boof. Oh, yeah, you stick them in like toaster oven for about 40 well, seconds or so? Just be creamy enough. They have the light Well, on. yes, but I mean, if you don't have the advantage of getting sure. it straight from the cooker. Yeah, that's pretty fun, good. 
Uh, what's the next one, Good. The next one. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> the next one here that it's, uh, is the mini lemon cream. Oh, oh all right, Dottie. A mini donut. Get the shoveling. A mini donut with lemon filling dipped in icing and topped with a dollop of cream oh. and a dusting of powdered sugar. I'm sorry, that's a forbidden uh, word, but yeah. it's here in the copy. No, dollop is not for me. <laughs> oh, look at that fucking thing. This is terrific. Jimmy, you're short. Oh, God damn it. Goat hooked you. There are four of them. It smells amazing. What is this supposed to taste like again? Lemon? This is the mini lemon cream. Alcohol. God damn. Ooh. Man. God wants us dead by 50. <laughs> He's running out of time with me. Oh, no. But, um, God they, damn. I think one of the... My first reaction to this is that the the flavor really comes through. On this one. Because when they did those orange cream ones, mm-hmm. there wasn't very much orange or vanilla in those, and it was just kind of an afterthought. This one... The Fuck. lemon really comes to play, and I think that changes it. That elevates it quite a bit. Fucking tits. My tits. <laughs> I, lemon icing is one I of sh- my favorite oh. things. Well, lemon icing might be a top five dessert what thing is it, for what, me. What is the jism in the middle? Is that, what kind of cream is, is lemon that? Cream? Is it lemon cream? Or custard? Lemon custard? Lemon filling. Filling? Oh. <laughs> I'd like to drain that out of lemon from bullet trains. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <clears throat> Why do they do this? I could crush. Which, uh, there were four. It was a line of four, right? Yes. I could do four of those back to back in no problem. <sighs> Would you like to move on to the next one? Yeah. I'd like to move on to the next ethereal plane. Yes, <laughs> the next stage. <laughs> yep. Yes. Uh, looking at what we've got in the box here, it appears the next one is the mini Dutch apple pie dough. Get the, the fuck? fuck out of here, Come you on. evil motherfucker. <laughs> You evil bastard. A mini donut with apple filling dipped in caramel-flavored icing and topped with chopped cinnamon sprinkles. Send it over! Snickerdoodle <laughs> cookie pieces and a drizzle of caramel-flavored icing. I want it! Give it to me, Dotson. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Give it to me! This one looks fucking amazing! Yeah, there's a lot of visual craftsmanship that's gone into these, and I appreciate it, especially on the minis. Look at the thatching. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. the, the, the cross stitch. Here. They've taken the time and effort to make these What's look in the middle good. of this one, Goat? Uh, this one is apple filling. Oh, oh. Which, if I recall previously, the apple filling was the MVP of one of our rounds of donut tasting. Get the camera off me, Jester, you poisonous <laughs> bastard. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, then. <laughs> it's unfair. Fucking orgy beard. Again, I'm I'm going to reiterate how grateful I am that these are minis. Because uh, in the past, there would be four full-size donuts that are just being taken is, care of. How is the up. next one going to be better than this one? There's not, Dodson. Spoiler alert. Brad Pitt flies through the what train. Go. What are the What are the lighter colored uh, uh, crumbles on this? Is it cookie uh, or what? According to this, uh, oh. there are chopped cinnamon sprinkles. That's it. I can taste it. Snickerdoodle cookie pieces. Oh, that's the snickerdoodle. And a drizzle of caramel flavored ice. I that's taste the cinnamon. Fuck. Do you taste the cinnamon, goat? Yes, indeed. I taste the cinnamons along with the apples. <laughs> I feel like it's the end of Event Horizon. Do you see? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
I see. <laughs> just coming out of the out of the water to drag me down. Can you imagine? <laughs> just, and they're like, all you got to do is not eat the cinnamon snickerdoodle apple donut, and we won't blow up the detonator, and you won't go to hell. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Dude. My my apologies for my weakness. <laughs> Jester, did you like that? That was so goddamn tasty. <laughs> The final entry in our set of four is the mini pumpkin pie donut. No! A mini donut with pumpkin pie filling dipped in pumpkin pie spiced icing and topped with snickerdoodle cookie pieces and a forbidden word of cream. The icing is bright orange. One time that thing into my fucking fat gullet. (laughs) Give it to me. I want it, Dotson. Have a little launcher. Put it this in. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, make, yeah. Just make it happen. Slap this. <laughs> Where's your Ovechkin when you need him? <laughs> oh, sorry. All right, this one's a little off visually. Yes. Yeah. It might have been its location so as the last in the box. But the smell, the scent is intoxicating. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I'm smelling this it. This isn't going to suck. I'm smelling it deep. So what oh. the fuck? Oh, man. Wow. I want their families dead. (laughs) (laughs) What's the filling? Wow. I'll show you what it is. This is a pumpkin pie filling dipped in pumpkin pie spiced icing and topped with snickerdoodle cookie pieces and a blank of cream. How many I don't like pumpkin spice fucking tweets and have posts one of these in your mouth and die. It's a game changer. Your family die. Fucking, fucking hack. Well, that might be a little harsh. Assholes. I mean, burn down their house. Wait for them in the front yard. That's what I say. Oh, I mean, or, you know, <laughs> try or something and change your mind. You know, standing say, yeah. Who the fuck is going to start bitching about pumpkin spice if they have they're sucked down one of those? Oh. And I do appreciate that they are. As we've stated earlier, they are Thanksgiving themed. Absolutely, go in both flavor. Although the lemon one feels like a little bit of an outlier, but no, the other three, it, does, it was perfect. Your tongue. It was perfect. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying, as far as thematic, you know, accuracy is your, concerned. Your idiosyncrasies. Goat has horseshoes on his. He's yeah. sucking right I'm, now. I'm. I'm. I'm you know, how's each one? I'm making them laugh. What are you? What? How can you give a review if you're not? Goat is a riddle wrapped in an enigma. That's what I'm going to tell you right you gotta now. You got to save something for later. Okay, so but, I but you're picking up the pumpkin again. So now you're going backwards. Are you gonna do pumpkin, yeah. apple, lemon, uh, pecan? I'm telling you, whatever the ritual is that he is going with I right can't now, explain it to you. The Earth would spin right into <laughs> yeah. Venus if he it didn't. It won't do it. make any sense to you, and it's not worth trying to explain. <sighs> but it makes sense to you, right? Right. Now. It's you know, <laughs> he's the birthday boy. Somewhere, somewhere in the back of my broken brain, <sighs> this all makes perfect. Let sense. Let him weirdly eat donuts, Dotson. <laughs> But I'm with you. I don't know how you could just sit there and calmly eat half of one of those. <sighs> um, yeah, I um, he'll put a fucking dollar in my pocket. But if you want to see the face of God, <laughs> go, get, go get yourself a box of those motherfuckers. And getting these fresh right out of oh, the cooker, can you I imagine? can't even. Yeah, I, I, could, I couldn't. I would because they all sixteen would get, be eaten, and there'd be some sort of sugar coma. <laughs> yeah, because you'd have to eat them in the car on the way home. And I'd have to explain why I'm all bloated and gassy the rest of the fucking day because I ate 18 yeast donuts in the fucking car. <laughs> My wife's like, don't you ever want to see your penis again? Uh, <laughs> have you had one of these snickerdoodle things? <laughs> it's a little thing I call trade-offs and priorities. Wait, oh, my God, Johnson, wow. you stole his donut. I had was, oh, my God. Was, wow. I did what I felt compelled to do. <laughs> it was just sitting there. It was just letting you sit there. 
you know. I think you did him a favor. You did us a favor. Just trying to carry on a conversation. <laughs> you know. You went to grab it like three times and you weren't grabbing it. The coat learned a harsh lesson tonight. I didn't realize that this was the Dotson <laughs> that I had not real had not met before. He's been drinking twelve percent beer that since is, five o'clock. All right. This all, right, all makes uh, more sense now. Lemon one's so good. All right. Uh, I can feel my kidneys shutting down. <sighs> all right. Uh let's uh let's go piss and collect ourselves. I'm gonna need a cigarette and then um <laughs> Come back up, and we'll do what everybody's been waiting for, the uh, the main event. We will uh, discuss Barbarian, uh, as only the Fortress Film Society can. Thank you again. A verbal nod goes out, of course, to our main man, Orgy Beard. Knocked it out of the ballpark tonight. And this is going to be awkward because one of them sitting in the room right now. But I hope the motherfuckers from last night are listening to what's going on tonight. There's eight boxes of pizza in the back. There's donuts flying out of the sky. Their seltzers stacked to the fucking roof. It's an embarrassment of riches. And I got a fresh bottle of Woodford right there. Orgy actually apologized because he thought he brought too much Woodford. <laughs> what a problem to have. All right, I love let's, that guy. Let's pull ourselves together. Some of us are completely out of control. <laughs> and we'll come back and we'll do the bit, right? Yes, indeed. Do the bit. All right, it is the fortress. If you're on, watching on Facebook, don't go anywhere. Bathroom breaks kick ass. Ah, hey, we're back. Yes. <sighs> Pissing and digesting. Check this out, goat. Mm-hmm. It's the cranberry Waterloo. Oh. Specifically released for the holiday season. I've been looking for that bad boy. Seasonally appropriate. <clears throat> Perfect for mixing beverages. Absolutely. I'm going to try it right now. See how that goes. Oh, uh, quick plug. It is Thursday. Uh... Chapter four of my novel is out now. Oh. If you'd like to go to Substack, type in Chad Dukes, you can check it out. There are four chapters there. Even if you don't feel like paying for more of my bullshit, <laughs> I completely understand. But um, even the free subscription helps. I don't know how. Substack tells me it helps. So uh, sign on up. And then uh, when I get to 24 chapters, God willing, it'll be a book. It's generally the way it goes. I'm sure there's some sort of algorithm deep um, in their analytics department yeah, that yeah, makes sense yeah. for... Well, the way that it was described to me is if you're looking to get published, the more subscribers you have on Substack indicates that you have an audience enough that okay. potentially they could look into that. Because, you know, if not, you can always self-publish, but, uh, you know. Just another checkbox on the resume. Just hacks and losers do that shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> Just like hosting a podcast instead of a radio show, you know? I mean, you do what you got to do to get by mm-hmm. these days, mm-hmm. right? That's not bad. Here's the only problem with that, mm-hmm. um, and Dottie reminds me of it. Um, the Bon and Viv mm-hmm. hard seltzers. That quick broadcast days. We, we drink a lot of those, didn't oh, we? Oh, yeah. Way too many. <laughs> um, that's why they get the Alabama shakes every two or three days. Um, yeah. This tastes very similar to that in that I expect it to have alcohol. So, <laughs> Oh. Definitely not Waterloo's fault. Are that's cold? No. I just had to trace it because I've, I've, been, look, I've been looking for these for weeks. Right, so. I'll go get one. It's it's fine warm. These are fine warm. They're better cold, but the Waterloo's is by far the pinnacle of seltzer technology. So. Ah, Kevin's okay. Well, that's a nice, Kevin. Guy. He is a good guy. Kevin's a nice guy. He's going to be one of my models for the. Uh, I put up the post about the last final post about the sweatshirts because they're <laughs> on their last stand. Alamo, Davy uh, Davy Crockett swinging his fucking musket. Mexican army fucking rolling <laughs> over the side. That's that's what's going on. Uh, we are back. It is the Fortress Film Society. It is shoot goat Lottie Dotty in. Jim Jester with his uh, very that was, that was Gypsy Rose, the please. Yeah, <laughs> Gypsy Rose. We call Gypsy Rose is what Gypsy we call him. Rose. <laughs> call him Gypsy Rose. God damn it, dude! <laughs> it's just too perfect. Just, come on. That was one of the more embarrassing sequences, but I do like it. Jester provides a lot of uh, levity to the show. Um, so, uh, a quick uh, recap: uh, The Great Escape is my movie. Uh, watch that by the next uh, fucking thing. And um, <laughs> Goat did uh, some fucking PBS show for his movie. That's we, it. We, we it ca- was. Yeah, we capped was, all that. It was on during Pledge Week, so you had to sit through 78 interruptions. It yeah. was four and a half hours long. And then The Last Train to Boo Scon. That's the other movie that we did. So go ahead and check all that out. <laughs> it's my favorite monkey's song. It certainly is. Last Train to Boo Scon and I'll chop a zombie's head off. It's fucking, it's one of those one of the beat cuts, the deep tracks they bury. Yeah, it was a demo. Yeah. Um, so Barbarian, I remember texting you guys, you need to watch the movie, but I assumed it was on everybody's radar. Yeah, um, it definitely was. I was really pissed that I missed it in theaters. It was out when I was busy, very busy. Yeah, so yeah. I, I like kept trying to find time to make it because everyone like the trailers were good. And, and then the immediate response I saw was you have to see this and you have to go in blind before yeah. it's ruined for you. Don't yeah. watch anything. I didn't watch a trailer. I actually went in with a chip on my shoulder because everyone kept telling me how fucking good it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay. Which always irritates me. I can see me. that. Did you see any trailers? Not one. No, oh, I, I knew no, nothing. Did you see any? Neither did I. Oh, it, it played in a in front of a couple movies over the summer, I feel Zero like. Zero file I mean, it, on it. It played in front of Nope. It, it played in, in front of a handful of, of of movies and, and originally, like I was a little pushed off, just be, or not pushed off, but thrown off because it it opens with saying like, "Oh, producers of it and the Grudge, like the remake of the Grudge that right. came out two years ago." Which neither one of those. See? No, I, I was w- like, w- yeah. uh, "No, those but, are not ringing endorsements for either of you, gentlemen." No, they are. But not. if you haven't, have you watched the trailer since you've seen the movie? No, it's a really good trailer. It is essentially just the cold open of her knocking on the door and there's a dude in the airbnb and then like they find shit in the basement and like that's it that's all you See, know. i wouldn't even want to know that that's why i kind of feel bad going as hard as i have about it on the other on the main show because um i didn't know anything about the basement i thought the guy was a serial killer i thought mm-hmm. the whole movie was going to be about him tying it was her the two up of them and, yeah yeah it was going to be a hostile type situation um but uh that was not the case um yeah i think the only information i had about it was it's not what you think it's going to be in the first 10 to 15 minutes of the movie. I said, okay, 
And then as I'm watching, that was the, unfortunately, that right. almost felt like a little too much because I'm it watching is. it going I mean, like, when does the real stuff start right. happening? I'm glad I didn't know that. I know Jack Dick about that fucking movie. I mean, everything we're saying, it's like, it, it, it was, the well was slowly poisoned a little more and more. And, and before I go any further, like, I fucking love this movie. It's great. It, it's probably my favorite movie of the year. It's very but, close. But when I realized I was in trouble if I didn't see it right away, I saw some, some stuff where it was like, this is 2022's Malignant. And I was like, oh, fuck, okay. Yeah, but I so, love Malignant. Which I also love Malignant, but yeah. now I know, like, okay, this movie's about to be fucking crazy. But also, and Mal- if I don't see it right away, it's going to get ruined for I me. I feel like Malignant was way more polarizing than this movie for people. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, Malignant is more out there than this movie, I think, believe fucking, it or not. I'm going to um, watch that tonight. But, yeah, I mean, why, why wouldn't you? They're both well, great What was your immediate movies. reaction to his statement? Well, I'm just going to watch Malignant. <laughs> i got to watch it. i got to go back. I haven't seen it. But, by the way, 92% from the critics, 71% from the audience. That's really good. That's really good considering how, like... The fuck's wrong with the audience? Fucking... I, I, think, I think the... How Titty. disturbing the Just content it's weird. is. The, the, I mean, are we, the, the, are we going right into it? The I fucking think, incest and the rape and all that. Like, say, that, uh, that throws people off. The big titty, fucking droopy, and all the breast milk. What the fuck? I gotta get that's marked. Just in case. Fucking freedom of speech. It's <laughs> dead in this country. Um, I, for me, it's the breast milk. It's I, it's disgusting. And then I was when the bottle when the bottle comes down in the cater. Dude, I was, I was, I was like, so I was shaking, shaking my yeah. hands in my ah, seat. Like, what do I do with my, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> What I, I had to watch it the second time I watched it when I showed it to those two nudniks, uh, on Hill and Ant Man, who, by the way, uh, they were breathing. Was that the same night as my wedding, by the way? I think it was. <laughs> it was the same night as your wedding. I, I left your wedding to go show that movie to those two Dude, idiots. Dude, I couldn't. I couldn't I be was just thinking, That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, by the way, they're like, "What are you doing? How are you back here?" I'm like, "We got to watch this movie for a second. <laughs> this time. is important. I <laughs> love that. Dude. I <laughs> fucking love that. Yeah. If you were gonna get a pass from this gentleman, I'm pretty sure that's the hoping, way to do it. I would have yeah. stayed around to Dodson's wedding if it was a barbarian themed wedding. Or if they you know just I mean? done a screening. Like if he dressed yeah. up as Justin Long. <laughs> and All right, everybody. <laughs> now it's time to watch Barbarian. What? Um, their their mouths when they were watching it, there were moths flying in and out. Not one <laughs> set of bottom teeth touched a set of top teeth. It's like on, on Hell doesn't watch movies. No, not at, no and, movies like that. And will watch anything everything we fascinates tell him to, Which is why, yeah. honestly, that's uh, Ant's a great friend for that reason. What's that? Is that he's... Like you can just sit him He'll in front take of the TV your word and for it. He'll just be like, "Okay, I'll watch this with you." Those are good friends to have. By the way, like, he, I he wish I had it. more friends like that. He loved Barbarian, yeah. and he's stupid. So, like, I was very <laughs> excited about that. Um, this movie's fucking great. Like, I love it. It shocked me. It was funny. It was scary and creepy. Yeah, and it was scary and creepy. Goat in different ways. Like, there was a couple of ha, you know, and you're mm-hmm. like, "All right, jump scare." But I keep going back to it. There is a scene when Justin Long finds the door that her dad is behind. And the fucking creature is down the hallway. And he's got like the lighter on or Uh whatever it is. And it's just standing there and it's kind of silhouetted. And you're like, what what the fuck could be in that door if that thing's down the hallway? And it starts starts moving back. The dread. It it, it definitely fucking smiles, right? Yeah, I don't know. It does something. I mean, it's... There's so many different ways that movie fucks with you. Dude, what a great moment. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing's great. That th- moment, that's like the, we've talked about it before, like the, the demon on top of the wardrobe in The Conjuring. I fuck like, that. Like, it's that type of moment where you're just like, holy fuck. Like, you haven't done, like, like people don't do oh, this in fuck movies. fuck that. I forgot about that yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I always get that confused with your bun being up in the corner in Hereditary. Mm. Which is, mm. but, but also, it's just like, how many times can you say you felt that way watching a movie? Like, know. that's that, that I had that when, when you're seeing that oh, thing God, silhouetted. I forgot about the, the thing. Like, you're looking around 
around the room like, well, where is it? And it's just on top of the wardrobe. <laughs> it's all like a spider, like fucking. Like, no, thank I you. I love, I love movies. Movies are good again. Well, now you like them again. <laughs> well, when they're as disturbing as this one is. Yeah, when you have the tiny VHS player slash TV combo playing the nursing instructional tape on the floor in the sure. room. On a loop, I suppose. Yeah, just you that's know. what those contractors see in a jester's house. Did you see the deleted scene? <laughs> oh, oh man. that's so fucking oh. funny. <laughs> yeah, my initial reaction is sad, but then I cannot stop giggling. This is a shoot goat, and I know you don't like to be mean. You're, this, yeah. Who's living, whose dwelling do you think is nicer? The creature from Barbarians. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Or Jim Jester living in his parents' house? Are we well, counting only the barbarian level? Like, like are we counting the <laughs> we can't, we, the, the upstairs Airbnb is very cute. Looks really nice. Yeah. It's very cute. Yes, are we, are we limiting and this? pots and pans? Yeah. And candles? Are, are we limiting this to the SVU room with the bucket and the camera tripod? And the- By the way, do you know how masterful that was? Because they find that. And it's still, oh, the, the roommate, I thought for sure, like, the, the, the roommate's still the killer. Like, he's going to drag her right. down there. They slope it, it, and I hate to always use this, but it reminded me of Jaws, where they kept slow playing and slow playing and slow playing. Like, well, at some point, this shark's got to jump out of the fucking water. Something terrible is going to happen. And Dude, they even they they give you, you that, in, man. They give you that swerve with the homeless guy going, like, get out of that house. Dude, and she thinks how that great he's that? after her. So and scary. Like, yeah. I guess that happened, and I... I never see him in focus, either. And I like to think of myself as... I, I, I'm a foreshadowing master. Like, I, I feel like I always figured you out... You see this coming. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't know that guy was going to be a good guy. And yeah. He, when that, you thought it might just be a side effect of how banged up this whole neighborhood is. Maybe everything there yeah. is a danger. There, yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's a gimmick. You guys remember the new Scream? I don't know if you went back and revisited yeah. it. Which I really like. They did a great gimmick in that, where they, do, they abused the trope of... The door is open, and mm-hmm. then the door closes, and there's the killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a sequence where the door opens and closes like eight times, and then the killer <laughs> is never there, and they're like, oh, they're, they're just fucking... Yeah. There's a scene in the end where the guy is saying, I've lived here for 17 years. There's no way... She, and she you know, never gotten in here. You, you, know you know she's it. coming through the wall. You don't know that she's going to rip his arm off and beat him to death yes. with it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my, my chick, she, she literally stopped. She paused the movie and said, fuck is wrong with you because when, he, when she did she ripped his arm off his beat i'm like yeah uh, okay and she's like what the fuck is wrong with you i'm like it's baraka's fatality in mortal Kombat 11 <laughs> that that moment was like it, it was the same moment where uh in malignant when she starts peeling her fucking head oh back. my god in, in the, so i just get up i'm like oh in it's, the holding cell. Cell. In the holding cell. it's yeah. go time here we go people yeah. this is what we wanted dude i remember standing up and popping and she's like what the fuck is what, what how could you cheer for that? I'm like, this is fucking great. They've thrown me. The only me. nice guy in the whole movie. Yeah, they've fucking they've, they've the thrown me for the best loop I could have oh. asked for. Oh, so great. Phenomenal. Yeah. Well, and I thought it was one of those things when she's trying to explain what she found in the basement when uh, Skarsgård comes back. And, yes. And he's like, what are you talking about? There's a ro- Just say creepy SVU room. That just That's all yeah. you need to do to explain that but to I still anybody. Think, I thought he's trying to keep her right. in there because he wants to drag her down there. And he's like, no, I got to go check it out myself. It's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> they find that sub-basement. You're like, get, I remember I said, get the fuck yeah. out of here. Are you kidding? There How much more, more do you need to explore? Yeah. Yeah. Than, than I've seen in a long time where I'm like, what the fuck are you, what the fuck are you doing, lady? You have your car keys. Get in your car. By the way, Go. your your filmmaker friend told you to get the fuck out right. as Don't soon as you told her where <laughs> she also, was. I'll say this. She's like, she, oh, she, oh no. She leaves <laughs> all of her shit 
in this house to go to her job interview. In there, baby. Take all your shit with all you. With you. And then drive straight you, to you the airport. You have enough time to fucking shower and, and change. Pack all of your shit and take it with you. Maybe You're not coming back to the house. She doesn't lock the bedroom. Maybe she thought she was getting the job. I mean, it sounded yeah. like she thought, like, okay, I'm going to do the job interview and I could potentially get the jobs. Then I'm going to need to find a place to stay. I think it's as soon as daylight pops up, though, and you see that demilitarized yes. zone, you beat cheeks. By the way, yeah. that's an awesome reveal because really they good. hit it in the rain yes. and the dark the night before. And then as soon as you see it in the light of day, you're like, oh, this is a thousand times worse yeah. than just a bad neighborhood. There's something terribly yeah. wrong going on here. Um, there was. Uh, did you guys? It is fine if you didn't. Did you get a chance to uh, hear me talk about this at all on the show when I first saw it? Do you remember? It was a while ago. I I think so. There's a documentary called Burn, which I highly recommend everybody watches. It is about the Detroit Fire Department, and it is about how horrible it is up there and how everyone is just setting fires to their houses because they're never going to get their money back. No Mm -hmm. one ever wants to buy their houses. So what they do is the Detroit Fire Department is completely overtaxed, overrun. They don't have it. They let things burn down like because they don't have the manpower to fight it and they'll, they'll see the homeowners like sitting across the street on a curb they put like the just fire watching out, it happen they leave and then they go in there and strip the wire out and they take all the shit and fucking wow. they bounce it's it's inc- and i and i was listening to a 10 year old episode of opie and anthony where they talk about that documentary and they talk about the condition of detroit and how bad it is and like what they're doing to try to renovate it and part of the conversation is a 10 year old talk mm-hmm. show that doesn't exist anymore they were talking about art communities going into neighborhoods and turning these abandoned houses into these big art projects, and that's supposed to bring tourism in. That's, that's what that fucking guy was doing yeah. in that movie. Yeah, he was that's creating crazy. like a music commune, some real yeah. like local like awareness. Yeah, just, like like accurate, you know. But they portrayal. clearly they researched Detroit. Like they really looked yeah. into what. But it was so surreal to listen to that episode, which is a, again over a decade old. And then watch that movie in a 24-hour period. It was Just it that was, kind of context is wild, yeah. And I was explaining to my wife, the cops, you think the cops in that fucking movie are dicks, like they won't help her. Or they're in on it no, or something. Like, I yeah. know, but they're so overstretched because yeah. they're in Detroit and there's so much crime. In the documentary, they talk about how cops won't even take your reports in person anymore because they can't. They'll be, they'll be overwhelmed. You have to go down to the police station wow. to turn in your crime report. And a lot of people don't have cars and shit, so they can't drive down there to do it, so their crime numbers stay manageable. Oof. So the cops are actually just acting like what cops in Detroit would probably have to be like. Right, because you almost get the impression that they know what's up, and yeah. they're like, well, we're not going to that neighborhood. You must be crazy. But no, that's there's a real-world context to right. it. When I, when I left Dotson's wedding early, yeah. what I saw was on the second viewing, I didn't know she was down in that fucking hole for as long as she was. Yeah. So when she comes no, lurching weeks, out, right? yeah, yeah, and she's all dirty and dis- they just think she's a meth head. Right. That makes so much sense. Yeah. She doesn't have her ID. She, she she, yeah, she was down there long enough to get used to drinking out of that bottle and know how to keep things at least mildly civil while she's stuck down in that hole. Man, that is such a good movie on so many different levels. Who's that chick? What, has she been anything else? I did not. I didn't recognize, recognize her. her. I knew Skarsgård. I knew Justin Long, obviously. Which who I I root for Justin Long. I, Why is he in so many weirdo perverted horror movies? Because <laughs> I think he was in you know mid two thousands comedies. Yeah. and he rode that train, but like it's he's funny in those movies. But like then what what to like comedies kind of really changed. I, I, what else is yeah. he going to be in? And I think he. Like a lot of people that that make those like like look at Daniel Radcliffe That's, he's in all these that was weird fucking movies you yeah. know like, horns I and Elijah he just, Wood he he and likes like, to do these you know weird indie projects yeah. and uh, and I root for him in that and also like I don't know I like I was in middle school when Justin Long's 
comedies were coming out. So right. like I watched those and I laughed at those, and so I like seeing him pop up now and and now in like cool movies that I really like now. So I always root for that guy. If you go back and watch, I saw Dodgeball in the theater, mm-hmm. and, uh, as did I. <laughs> I laughed with my teeth out for two yeah. hours, and um, I watched it again. About two days ago. You didn't laugh quite as much. Holy shit. Did I feel <laughs> a, a mouth-breathing plebeian? I, I, I wear the nostalgia glasses when I watch that one. Now, look. Ben Stiller... He's awesome. ...is in the Globo Gym. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit... Where they're doing the, that thing where they're fucking... That's he's, funny. He's putting the pizza down his pants. Like, but, uh, but the part where they're, they're, trend, they're, they're training and he... The Rip Torn is just like hitting them with wrenches and shit. You're just like, oh, God. I, I remember laughing so hard at this. <laughs> um, quick bit of trivia. I think I've told you this, guys, before. Uh, Justin Long was up for the lead in a little film called Tapawingo, and it, uh, I think it came down to him and uh, my boy John Hader. Boy. Mm-hmm. And there was some sort of like scheduling conflict, so oh. it didn't work out the way they wanted it to. Or not, I don't even remember. I think... Maybe how how the, Hollywood works, you know. I don't these, remember who the primary doesn't was, always work out. Apparently, yeah. he was very close to being in that movie. Okay, so, yeah. that would have been cool. Yeah, I guess. I mean, not as cool as John Hader. But I was about to say it sounds like Hader was a uh, also I got to tackle a good him, experience as well. So. I got, it wouldn't be as much fun to tackle, especially just now that I know he'd been sucking on the the, the uh, banana titties. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, I would have had so many questions. But how great is that? Like, I, I, there's so many different ways where they're like, oh my god, let's stick. I remember watching that movie, uh, The Collector, and there's a scene where the that dude. Was- Horrifying. It's hideously disgusting. Ugh. My my chick left. I stayed in the movie and that's, finished it. That's she an out. ugly fucking movie, man. There's a scene in a goat where the collector has the guy in the basement and he cuts his stomach open oh. and he's got a big jar of cockroaches and he sticks it and the cockroaches start running into the guy's stomach. Sure, as you do. I, I, I mean, that, it's such low hanging fruit. It's so disgusting. But like, think about how much more gross that is than just here's this poor woman that doesn't know anything and she just wants to be matronly and so Mm -hmm. she's trying to breastfeed. It's like, you almost feel sorry for if it wasn't so fucking hideous. Well, I think, you know what, that (laughs) is a great point. There's no blood, there's no guts. There is a sympathy for her. Especially at the end. Oh, definitely. Because she is just, she doesn't know that she's doing anything wrong. The guy is just god-awful to the core. but, But she's... Just a victim of circumstance in a roundabout, weird, kind of stretchy way. Like, that's that's an unfortunate spot to be in, and it's the only existence she knows, and all she wants to do is be nice because Matronly. that's what she's been tre- yeah. trained by this videotape over X number of years. And so, yeah, there is definitely a sadness to her ultimate demise, even though you know it has to happen. Well, and I think it's... How many movies can you name where you do feel that way about the fucking monster that's, mm-hmm. in, that's in the movie? But also... Not the xenomorph. I, I mean, I would give this... You know, give it credit is... Most movies don't have the balls to do what this did, which is go horrifying enough to realize this guy did this and then did this over and over and over again, and that's it's what hideous. this monster is a product of. Like, most movies are too, are too afraid to do that. Like, that that is... Fucking brave to, yeah. to, to make that and go to a studio and be like, this is my movie, put it out. Because you also in know, in the climate of which people now look at movies and they have to represent, it has to mirror things that happen in real life. Like, it can't just be fiction anymore. You're going to take X amount of shit. Like, I, under, I I guarantee that's why, either from the audience or from the critics. Right. And I guarantee that's why the audience, so a, a good portion of it was, tar- like, you can't be a horror movie fan and watch this movie and say, oh, I don't like that. Like, it's just, I, I, don't, I don't believe you. It has to be something turned you off inside the context of it. So I, I'm with you on that, Dotson. And the part I also liked about it is when the homeless guy is like explaining to them, like, what the fuck is her deal? It's like, nothing. That's just what happens. Right. Like, there's no superpowers. Like there's no radiation. She's not even really villainized no. by him. He's just like, that's that's how it is. Also, and if you play her game, like, 
she's taking like, in her mind she's taking care of you. Mm-hmm. Like she's not doing it like you said, goat. Um I will say uh I did see an image of this monster before I got to watch the movie because Oh, the, that's a shame. Well, because the internet is just so fucking boned up to ruin everything for everyone. Great monster. Dude, like the day after that movie hit HBO Max. Um it it I You saw, should unfollow wherever that was. I that did you saw that. I did after that. Actually and it was a friend. It wasn't even like oh, a fucking well, it wasn't movie. Even an outlet. Was, it wasn't your yeah. best man, was it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a real shame. It wasn't Will the Thrill, was it? No. <laughs> Take him short to of bartender come Christmas. I can't yeah, right away. <laughs> Big celebrity bartender up yeah. here in the fortress. But well, I knew nothing else. I just saw I was like, huh. and then and then I, I immediately tried to get away from it and I realized like, okay, I, I have to stay offline until I watch this. Movie. I would have been that's why I watched it the day I got back from my trip is I got in from the plane and I opened up some, some a case of beer and watched Barbarian. I would have been so disappointed if I would have seen the creature <laughs> because I spent the first hour of that movie not knowing there was a creature and that's why yeah. when your boy Stellan Starsguard gets his fucking head played off conga drums off the side of the brick wall. Oh my god. You're like what in the shit and that guy's dead now? I thought yeah. he was going to be a major part of this movie. And then they cu- the, the quick cut to uh, to my man just singing a goofy little song driving down the road like yeah. do, 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 so do, awesome. life is <laughs> well, great. I, I was very happy to realize because because you do see Justin Long in one frame in the trailer. Okay, where where he's not even credited. He's on the poster, but when I saw the trailer, I was like, I actually turned to my friend. I was like, is that was that fucking Justin Long right. that we just saw? And to realize halfway through the movie that oh wait, this movie's going to be about him now. I got pretty excited. Like I knew it wasn't going to just be like a cameo bit. Like, oh, now this movie is about him. Now I get basically a new movie, and he gets to go back to this place. That's I didn't even like- pick up on it. I, I, I remember saying, what in the fuck is going on? Because <laughs> they stop it and start like a different chapter. And then yeah. When they go back, to, I figured out that when they were doing the flashback to the father, kind of quickly what was going on. But man, how often do they stop a movie dead in its tracks and then start like a completely Go, different narrative for 25 oh, minutes? Oh, by the way, this is now what we're talking about. I, that whole sequence where he's leaving the house and the neighbor comes over and goes, yeah, we're going to move yeah. before it's too late to move. And he's like, I'm not leaving. And that's like, oh. When he's buying all the diapers mm-hmm. and shit, I, I thought, what I thought initially was he was a serial killer and he was, he was, uh, obfuscating the fact that he was buying like plastic and shit because he was wrapping up bodies my wife had to explain to me like no no no, he's raising fucking babies down there i was like holy shit that's yeah. so much fucking worse yeah that's bad <laughs> but dude it's you know what it reminded bad. me of i swear to god and this is good this is high praise but it reminded me of pulp fiction in that i went into pulp fiction having no idea just knowing everyone liked it yeah and yeah. i watched it and i remember just being, what in the shit like having it just kind of wash over you yeah, not that's, getting it that sure was something yeah it reminded me very much of this not knowing what was going on how old were you when when you watched pulp fiction for the first time i was in high school yeah me too yeah i was, I remember, like, I was I like 14 don and mike were talking about yeah. it i'm sure go heard the same fucking yes. episode it was the day after it i remember them i know i couldn't see it in the theater because i think i was 16 yeah and uh and it came out at Hollywood Video or Blockbuster, and somebody got a tape. And that's that's how because it wasn't it wasn't like there was a million movie blogs yeah. either to spoil it for you. Correct. Like the way it got spoiled for you was somebody in school told you. Mm-hmm. That was it. Crazy. Man. Yeah, and I'm really glad that I only heard what they said on the radio about it, as opposed to the in depth, you know, ex- explaining the timeline of Pulp Fiction. Yeah. yeah I mean, the I'm- ending totally explained for you. Here is a frame by frame breakdown of why this whole sequence makes sense when you look at the rest of it. It's like. Fuck off. That movie could be made. I hate. No, but this could be a very controversial movie opinion. I like Pulp Fiction. That movie could be made today, and it would still be fresh. It would still be provocative. Yeah, like I mean, there's there's nothing about that movie that's 
that's aged. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. Especially with all the copycats it spawned. It, it still would be able to shock people. I hadn't watched it all the way through in a in a very long time. And I think it was about three, four months ago. It was on at like one in the morning on one of the sub premium channels on, on cable. And it, Encore? I, Do you want more? One of those. Yeah, like, we, we had an on. I came in and I was just, I was going, oh, well, I'll turn this on and drift off to sleep. And I was like, nope, I'm watching the rest of this yeah. all the way through. If I'm like throwing a party, like I like to just put, put movies on in the background, almost like you would put a record on, like you just put a, put a Blu-ray in just to have it on in the background. And we were playing some kind of drinking game where you have to like walk around the room. It was like stations or whatever, and I realized sounds like at, a lot one, of at one point. But at one point, like I realized, like the game had stopped, and everyone was just standing, looking at the TV wall. I think it was the OD scene. Like everyone was just kind of quiet yeah. watching the movie, and no one even really realized that everyone stopped at once. But it's still just like it pulls you in. I mean, it, yeah. it rules. It's it's um, it's a captivating movie. But Barbarian. Bummer, but anyway. bummer about Barbarian is I I looked it up afterwards, and apparently there was immediate rumors of a uh, a prequel. And um, and then people start talking about a yeah. sequel, and the directors come out and said no to both. I think it's because X is doing that, and like that's but X wasn't half as good as this. No, not not. And I liked X, but this is phenomenal. I know, but they left this open to both, and they also you have the guy say she's not the worst thing in that house. Yeah, and you think she he means the dad, but we don't know. Right. He's been down there a long time. Maybe doing there's that. A, another yeah. layer maybe there's of caverns. A sun. Yeah. You know, maybe there's a sun down there. You know, like was, in, you know, there was like, like Goat said, maybe there's an additional sub basement. Because yeah, every time you got to the end of the hallway, oh hey, here's, here's some more stairs. More like, what? Yeah. Also, this that guy has only played pure evil in any movie I've seen him in, and I think I'd be a little intimidated if I met him in person. Who? Uh, the actor that plays the uh, the dad. I don't like. I don't like saying the oh, dad. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, mur- the fucking monster. Uh, serial kidnapper. What else was he is. in? Did, we saw something recently he, with him in it. He oh, uh, 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 come to daddy. Yes, he's, he's, he's in the that. fake. He's the fake dad. The, the guy at the dies. beginning. Yeah. Okay. What um, a weird movie that was. Yeah. That, he's Rob Zombie's new like guy. Now that um, he's got uh, a great look. Sid Sid Haig died uh, uh, a couple years ago, yeah. and he kind of replaced his character in that horrible. Uh, three from Hell sequel to Devil's Rejects believe, didn't movie. Didn't you see that in the theater? I saw it. It was a double feature: <laughs> Devil's Rejects and Three from Hell. That's the only way they get me. That was the night I got cut off at the AMC Tyson's bar. Oh yeah! <laughs> wow. You never want to say that sentence. Yeah. No. Because, and they were like, "We can't keep." Like, they were like, "Oh, there's a limit." And I'm like, yeah, yeah. "Did do you want me to show you the ticket of what I have? What I'm here to see?" And that's when I left the theater. I walked across the mall to the TGI Fridays. <laughs> I did a shot of Jaeger, chugged a Bud Light, and then I walked back into the theater. That's the night I got yeah. arrested for public intoxication <laughs> in the parking lot of the Planned Parenthood. Have you ever got into a fist fight with a movie attendant? As I have. I'm here to fight this movie and take his life. Like, what? <laughs> Get like out of here. Were there. Sir. But he, uh, like, he's like Rob Zombie's new guy, because he was in uh, the last the clown movie, 31. He was in The Monsters. Like, he's... He's always been like a character actor. He's in The Mandalorian. Um, he, he pops up all over the place, but he's got that like sinister he look. Looks but like he's very, a, very captivating. You know what he looks like to me? He looks like Walter Peck, but more evil. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Walter Peck and, you know, it's the same type of it's, face. Yes, it's true. Very lean. This man has no soul. You know how casually evil he is in Barbarian where he just like, flicks the fucking window open and like he puts the coveralls on like he's just cat he's so mm-hmm. comfortable in his own skin being a psychopath really yeah. really unnerving there is no moral compass in there yeah. by the way speaking of moral compasses did you guys uh take any 
extended time looking at that shelf of videotapes. Oh, I paused it. I definitely freeze framed my <laughs> way through that horrific yeah, title. The one, bad. and as as terrible as most of them are, there's one that's just labeled suicide. Mm. Yep. And I was like, I wonder how she got that done. Oh, this is a hundred yeah. times worse than the other ones somehow, and I don't know why. It's but, nice yeah. little touches like yeah. that though that makes it even worse. I appreciate they went through the uh, the effort of having. It's also it's ugly. Yeah, like, yeah. Like they don't pull punches. It's an okay, ugly fucking but movie, it's and I not, respect it. It's it's not. Uh, this sounds crazy, but it's not over the top. No, it's not. It's it's, it's just, real it's world and, terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It's ugly and just yes. like ideas. When she fucking comes out of that basement window, like, <laughs> you're like, oh my god! Oh, as, as the longer that camera stayed on on her feet dangling the in the creature. basement, I'm like, well, when is she gonna get yeah, yanked yeah, back yeah, in? Yeah, like, she's great. never gonna make it out, right? I was watching like, it by myself, and there, I was I was yelling at my TV, masturbating plenty, vigorously. Like, Holy fuck! <laughs> just wearing the skin off the outside of the shaft. Oh no! Oh. I was sexing you too. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Well, it's a fantastic movie. Well, yeah. Um, I I I would um, I. I there, I won't give it a five because I I don't give fives. Fives is there will be blood. It's jaws. Mm-hmm. There's I have probably five or six fives in my life. It's a four five though. It's a it's a four five. If if top when I I'm gonna have to sit down in a, in a weird fugue state and decide whether or not Top Gun Maverick or this movie is my favorite movie of the year. I'm gonna have to sit down. Yeah. And masturbate and drink until I pass out and and file for divorce and like that's the once all that's done then I'll be able to decide but that's how good it is like that's I think for a horror movie I remember saying this about Top Gun it's like I don't know if it's a perfect movie but it's a perfect sequel to Top Gun for me this is about as perfect as a horror movie can be um, and I, I really really dug it I'm, I'm happy that it was successful it was very successful it's got great word of mouth uh, it did well in the box office and. You know, we have this renaissance or smile and black phone, mm-hmm. and I don't know if everybody liked all those movies, but it's not. The Babadook was, you know, and it follows and the witch in these movies. People said they liked those. And they were well-reviewed, but I don't know. They made $100 million, and, like, these fucking movies are making shitloads of money. They're R-rated in the theater in a post-COVID world. I'm, I'm very happy, and this is this one is fucking excellent. Absolutely. I, I was wavering between a four and a four and a half. I'd say a four and a half as well yeah. because of just how much of a positive vibe we are, which is a weird thing to say about this movie, how much of a positive reaction I had watching this movie. There were visual touches throughout that I was a great appreciate, appreciator of. Just even from the very beginning when they come up and the credits kind of follow the camera as you're looking at the house at the very beginning. It's yeah. just little touches like that. Super uh, Fincher. They mean a lot to me when yeah. I'm watching a movie because the visual medium is you know, what we're here for. And it just the story it told took so many turns, but they never felt out of place or like they were cheating me, like they were trying to get away with something. Everything everything happened, and, and you yeah. could put it all together. You could, It's just like, oh... Oh shit! That's what's. That's how this all. Nothing felt like they were just trying to get away with something. It was all there for a reason, and it was. It it hit. Everything hit. Yeah. Just to, before you give your review, Dottie, that I, I this is going to be a strange sentence, but as someone that stayed in Airbnbs, I liked. I liked the house. I was like, oh. I would That'd be a nice Airbnb to stay in. Like, oh, like they left wine. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they like, oh. like, left like snacks or like, like bottles I'm, of water. Or whatever. I'm going, yeah, sure. oh, that TV's a little small. And then when they went back to the flashback, the guy had his stereo and his giant speakers in the spot where the TV was in the living room. Like those are the little touches of, uh, you know, decoration and, and, and tech updates that so I when, appreciate. When the door creaked open, was that the woman coming up and looking around? Remember? Because she, yeah. she thought it was the guy on the couch. It had to be. Right, 
because that's the thing. She came out at night. But when she comes out at night at the end, she kicks the door open. She's like stone cold fucking rocking oh, down the aisle. Because she's bitter. Yeah, because she's, yeah, 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 she's yeah. very upset at that point. I mean, point. she's that stealthy, like sneaking around. How I mean, many I times think, has she, have you grabbed anyone else? I think the I think where you could say, and, and maybe we're, we're really like analyzing here, but where you could say that that's proven is when you see her creep out of the shadows when Justin in the Long hall. is in front in the hall when Justin Long's in front of the door right. for for uh, the 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 kidnapper's room you see, she there's no sound you just see her kind of sleuth out and then sleuth back in or slink back in rather and so that's like okay i guess that's proof that she can move without sound so she must be smart enough to realize though that if i grab one of these people someone's going to figure out that i'm down here because she didn't you know you clearly she was checking on that girl she was drawn to that girl um, but she didn't grab them. She waited until they went down into the basement. So that's kind of an interesting yeah. development in that character, too. Let's not paint a too rosy a picture. Sure. That one guy she got bit in the leg, and then she smashed his head against the fucking wall yeah. for basically oh, no, nothing. No, well, you know, he wouldn't listen. Yeah. yeah. I get that. It's like doing a show with Jester. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jim. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Jesty. Right, uh, go ahead, Daddy. Sorry. Uh, when, when we do the show, I, I always... Stay true. So, what I write down after I watch the movie, not after we talk, and and I wrote down a, an incredibly strong four after I watched this. And honestly, I especially after we talk, I think that came down to maybe me seeing the monster before I watched this. That would have been knowing. And and when I saw that, I like I was so blown because I, I tried so hard to get out to this in the theater, and then even when it hit HBO, I was like, I got to make time for it, and and I, I just couldn't because of life shit that was going on, and the five month wedding, life yes, shit, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I I do I love everything about it though. Um, I, I like a Malignant is a four or five for me. I watched Malignant the day it was available. I knew nothing about it, and that like my jaw was on the floor. I didn't know that that thing was going to be running around, running up the walls, doing karate, and ripping its the back of its head open. <laughs> yeah, right? Like great. I I Super wish cool. that I had had that surprise factor with this one, and maybe it would have been higher. But it's something that as long as people you know I know will. Um, appreciate it someone that's not going to be upset by it i'm telling everyone i know like dude you got to watch barbarian you don't know anything about it okay go watch it right now yeah it's like 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 hearing someone like oh i don't know anything about it it's like oh you don't know the ending of the sixth sense well you got to go watch that right fucking now before someone ruins it for you it's like that level of urgency yeah but the sixth sense is the only without the gimmick I don't think it's that good of yeah, a movie. I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and I'm just speaking like like purely off the the notion that someone doesn't know what At least it is. Your and first experience like, will be ruined right. if like, the yeah, twist like, is known. Oh, you've yeah. made it this far without someone ruining it for you. You should go experience it while you can, the best way that you can. This is way better than. The I wonder sense. how. I wonder if it would. Uh... If, if if any of it was spoiled, how much it would have changed the viewing experience? That's a good question. If it would be a four, not a four or five, because it was just it just felt so. I can totally see that provocative. Yeah, uh, Jimmy, this probably isn't your style of movie. Did you uh, Did you enjoy it? You are out of your mind. I love this. Oh really? <laughs> I, I love horror movies. You do? I do. You've never mentioned one once ever. You, really? hate, you yeah. hate Poltergeist. You said all you watch is more well, Poltergeist. Movies. Scared the shit out of me as a child. Yeah, but Poltergeist That's is the, a perfect. Great, it's a perfect movie. Of all it's a five. <laughs> All right, maybe I'll rewatch it then, but still. It's There's hard audio to... of him saying into that microphone, all I watch is superhero movies. <laughs> That's why <laughs> That's I would not assume. all that I watch, right. but it's close. What's your favorite horror movie? Oh, it's definitely Jaws. What's mean, your favorite that's... scary movie? You can't say Jaws. That's not a movie, first Jaws. of all. Jaws. Okay, what's your second favorite horror movie? I love the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Which one? This is not. Which one's your favorite? This is third lies. one was my favorite. Okay, that's This that's is titties feel like a bag of sand. That, Dude, that is what this is. I know, but this is the 40-year-old version we're talking about here. 
How so? Because you don't know what you're talking about, and you're saying what you think we want to hear. That is not true. I don't give a shit what you guys think. I don't agree. Every time oh, okay. we say anything to you, go, you go oh, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Do you like New Nightmare? I did not see New Nightmare. I don't think you like That came out 25 years ago. Yeah, I don't you haven't you, seen I don't it? No, like, after Freddy's Dead, I, don't, I think I stopped watching him. Well, then you can't be that big of a fan of the Nightmare on Elm Street series, can you? Have gonna... you seen Event Horizon? Yes. That's a fucked up movie. Okay, what happened? Good movie, it? though. They're in space. They get swallowed up in some... But we said that on the show tonight. Who's the main actor? That's uh, a guy from Jurassic Park. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Not he's really. At, he's dead at the end. No, his eyes are black like a right, doll's that. eyes. That's not his main actor, though. No, who's they're, who's they're the protagonist? They're ripped out of his head. I don't know what, what a protagonist is. Who's the good guy? I would have said him, but if then it would be You me. think he's <laughs> the good guy? <laughs> uh, he's the bad depending guy. Depending on the night I'm having, no, sometimes he's the good say, guy. There's your mindset <laughs> right there. But he had good intentions going up there. Yeah. Maybe I'm incorrect. You should give it another watch. Jack Torrance had good intentions, too. See? <laughs> Have you seen Twelve Monkeys? No. Oh, that's oh. a great movie. <laughs> You've killed twelve monkeys <laughs> in a day. Can you imagine the army of the twelve monkeys? How quickly Jester would dispatch oh all of them. Oh my god! <laughs> We've found our secret weapon. Have you seen The Exorcist? Yes. It's pea soup, all that happy stuff. I've seen the remake. There, there is there no is no remake. remake. There is a remake of The Exorcist. No, there is. Not a remake. Then it's Jester. the exorcism of somebody. Then of Emily, Emily Rose. Rose. Yeah, that could be it. That's not a remake. Laura Linney. Who gives a shit? That's a good movie. You can't. All right. Scott Derrickson. So anyway. So our resident horror movie expert. Yes. That's me. Yes. So what did you think of it? I I liked it a lot. I would tell anybody to go watch it. I I liked it. I would question to see how much I enjoyed it if I didn't know what was happening. Because, again, once once my my guy down there died and they went to Justin Long, I was just looking like, what the fuck just happened? Sure. And then I feel like they kept wanting... To have you root for Justin Long, even though he was a, just a terrible person. I think they gave up on that when he was in the bar and he admitted to fucking... Yes. Basically yeah. That was the big reveal of, oh. But then the, the whole back and forth there of, let's get away. Mm, no, let's hear. Go get your child or whatever it was that he called the girl when he gave her the push. Oh, yeah. When off the top of the, the tower. tower yeah. oh, okay. All right. yeah. I didn't, that was a very oh. strangely... I saw your name is now Jim C. Rose yeah, up Jim on the C. Facebook Rose. page. That's you, good. You, you slipped. You slipped. I didn't. I didn't push you. you I just. I gave yeah, you I knew, you knew exactly what was going to happen like, out of that. Oh, what place. a great, the, the, great the kill fingers scene, through the, the eyes yeah, and yeah. the ripping the skull apart. I love it. Big fan of that. This guy likes Mortal Kombat. I here's what I'm going to say. There are <laughs> yeah. several fatalities that were used in this goddamn bit. Fingers into the eyes, though, and 28 days later, yeah. though, that's still the best fingers in the eyes. Oh, eye, oh the sound concerned. that that guy makes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible. 28 days later, by the way, is a zombie movie, Jester. I'm aware. Okay. You seen it? Yeah. 28 weeks later, too. No, I don't believe you. Okay. World War Z? Nothing? Oh. World War Z? Grow up. I fucking... You 13? Maybe. Would you watch the Chillers next? Was that fucking? I don't know what that scary is. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh, did you watch I that? I never watched that one. Like on Nickelodeon or the movie? Because it's a Jack Black. Isn't it a Jack Black movie? No, uh, is that Goosebumps? That's Goosebumps. Oh, Goosebumps! <laughs> I guarantee this simpleton has watched that. I've seen one and two. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen seven? Yes. He means Goosebumps seven. You've seen seven, really? Gumbus. Yeah, what's in the box? Kevin Spacey? Oh, God. It just drives me so fucking nuts when people do that. 
What's in the When box? it gets the Cliff's Notes or the, the Cliff's books notes. that he's looking at? Cliff's Notes. We have to stop. I cannot continue to have Jester say <laughs> Cliff's Notes. Did you go got me with Goosebumps 7? <laughs> Did you have a uh, score for this movie? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll give it a, a, a solid four. All right, then. We have to. <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I love Jim. We can't let him speak anymore on the movie show. It's, <laughs> it's too much. It's too distracting. What is Jim and sitting in the audience, too? all right jim by the next episode of this uh uh, show yes top 10 horror movies top 10 okay no sequels no sequels understood all right cool i'm gonna crack my knuckles (laughs) i I actually can't fucking wait i'm gonna stretch beforehand (laughs) have you seen uh the ring yes I don't believe him. I don't think he's seen any of these movies. Why don't you believe I, because me? Because I think you've heard other people talk about them, and you know, like, buzzwords about All them. I do is this, watch I'm, I'm getting a very Oscar vibe from you about this. Because mm. I would ask oh, Oscar. Yeah, I would ask yeah. Oscar. That, that might be low. That. Well, I would ask Oscar what, it, my what, what he right likes there. about Empire Strikes Back, and he would say whatever Dark Vader was on the screen. <laughs> I mean. And I would say, what's your favorite Indiana Jones movie? He would say Raiders of the Lost Dark. <laughs> I hand to God yeah, that happened I, on the I, air. I remember no, that I, controversy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting that vibe. I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'd love for Jimmy to be a, the, the horror movie connoisseur that we all need him to be on this show. I look forward to it. All right. Top 10. All right. So next episode, we'll review my movie. Jester will have his top 10 horror movie lists. And uh, hopefully Dotson will be as equally as depressed as he was tonight. Uh-huh. You really came out of your shell, though, for <laughs> Barbarian. I noticed that. Well, I liked Barbarian a lot. Well, I didn't can, like the first movie. Can we talk about uh, Wrath of Man? On the next episode, because yeah, I would it. love for you to watch that. Yodi, I assume you have not seen. It. I have not. I love that movie. I've seen it twice, so um, I think it'd be fun to uh, at least discuss. It. See if you like it better. Than I've heard positive things about yeah, it. Yeah. I just haven't sat yeah. down and watched it. Yep. Let, me, let me see if it's it's available. Available for the it is available list. on HBO Max. Perfect. So you should be Excellent. good to go. Thank you to Steve L for the 500 stars. Thank you to our audience tonight, by the way, for all the delicious eats and the drinks and all the fun stuff, and of course, Orange Beard for the fun donuts that we all had. Tonight. Indeed. Man, uh, we're gonna keep talking, or uh, I'm so, I'd like to talk. Me too. I'm Can so we? tired of talking, oh. Dukes. I'm just gonna go down to my Airbnb evil dungeon basement and get drunk off a uh, bottled milk, titty milk. Oh, <laughs> titty milk. <laughs>